Hello again and welcome to the Comics Online Podcast. See the blah, mother fuck. See, that's how this year's going. Fuck no. 2011. You're, no, no, no. We'll try it again. 2011 was shitty is enough it? as it is. We're going to keep going and keep it as it is. That ah, is a here we anybody, go. Did anybody notice when Crows we'll joined the chat? Anyway. Crows right, joined up. up Kevin on. fucked up. <laughs> Seriously, Crows. Fuck you, Crows. Oh. <laughs> oh no! This is gonna be a treat. All right, here we go. With a loud voice, as when a lion roareth, and when he cried, seven thunders uttered their voice. Converting earthy language into thrust as you kneel before our Spoiler alert! You're listening to the Comics Online Podcast, Season Twelve, Episode Four. Best of 2011 recorded December 31st, 2011. This episode, Kevin and Doom record with podcasters spanning six states and two continents, including Matt, Chad, Chelsea Drew, Dix, Crows, and Mark. We discuss our top picks for the best and worst of 2011 comics, movies, television, games, and everything geek pop culture in our annual best of episode. Happy New Year! Hello again and welcome to the Comics Online Podcast, Season 12, Episode 4. I'm your host, Kevin Goswan, as with me as usual is my co-host, Dune Murderous. <laughs> and with us back again after quite some time, we've got Matt. Hello. And uh, back again, we've got Chad. What's going on? We've got Chelsea Drew. Hey. And all the way from Afghanistan, we've got Specialist Dixon. Woo! Hey, guy. Happy New Year's. <laughs> we don't have oh, crows. Already. Who? But we've got fake crows. Oh, yes, we do. Wait, oh, wait, we've got crows. crows? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. This is going to be a much better podcast. You just got Uh, croaked. And returning once again, uh, it's been exactly a year practically uh, since our uh, best of 2010 podcast. We've got Mark. Hey, all. Can't keep me away for too long. Another year, I'll be back again. (laughs) Exactly a year practically. (laughs) Well, I was going to say exactly a year, but then I remembered it was like the 27th or something like that, not the 31st. 31st. Good night. Anyway, so yeah, we've got everybody, and I understand that uh, Matt's got to go uh, and save the world or something. Yep, that's so, my day uh, job. Yeah, I'm gonna go help Matt here in a little while. Yeah. Where, where are we going, guys? <laughs> um, I thought that was my day job. We're all Three? neighbors now. He's gonna go take you to a gay bar. Gay bar. No. You, where, what game are you going to? I'll go. No. That is that is what Dune's been doing. Uh, I hate now you guys. Hey, I figure I'm going to end 2011 with a bang by you know just drinking my way through the rest of it. That's how I'm going to end 2012. I'm just going to drink my way through the rest of that oh, one as well. Can I join you, Matt? Crows, you could join if you were actually in California, but wait, you're not. Oh. Ah, oh. sadness. Hi. 
So anyway, do we want to talk I, about I'm podcasting? <laughs> so call back on a cell phone. Okay, love you. Bye. Love you too. <laughs> 2011 was a year. A year in which we lived and watched a lot of TV and movies and played some games and read some comics, maybe maybe some books and uh, and we uh, you know. Yet another year, and so there was some good stuff. There was some bad stuff, and uh, the stuff oh, in between we'll try stuff. not to mention. So, uh, so today stuff. we've got a, a bigger than usual panel. So uh, hopefully we can rock on through. Uh, I want to start with comics today. Um, so, so comics. I pause my game. Yeah, I'll go make a sandwich or something. <laughs> So oh, Julian isn't going to be talking this time. So uh, I, I wanted to, to, to do uh, a little bit more of an organized thing. So I sent out a list, um, including uh, best ongoing title, best individual issue or graphic novel, best story arc or trade paperback, best writer, best artist. And then I said, what the hell, best publisher as well. So, uh, uh, so let's... Being as though Matt has to uh, run out, Matt, uh, I'd like you to address your bests when it comes to comics for 2011. Um, it's sort of been a really roller coaster like year in terms of you know good and bad. Um, well, we had you know the amazing Flashpoint. We also then got the new 52, which has been less than great. You mean you don't so, love the new 52, Matt? You know, I've actually gone back and given it a another chance. Um, I'm, you know, I've read a lot of the series, first few issues now, and uh, I, I've and it still enjoyed some stuff more. Yeah, you know, there, some, there, some there's only really been actually, four of each, though. Like, right? There's only, but it, I, and, and you just keep waiting for something to happen. It's like, when's this going to happen? Since I hadn't read all of the issues as they were coming out, I went back and read them in a, in a block, and I'm enjoying it much more reading it as a completed or almost completed story as opposed to just the individual issues. I feel that individually DC is suffering from uh, Marvel's ultimate fatigue where they stretched out the story to six issues instead of just telling it in you know one or two issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but reading it as a whole, um, you know, books that I had passed on before, I'm enjoying a lot more. Um, I gave Batgirl another chance. Teen Titans, I gave another chance to. Animal Man. Um, Animal Man, yeah. Actually, although I hate the artwork. The art is I'm, terrible. I, it really distracts from everything it's, for me. It's like. Such a good story. It's like, what the hell's going on? terrible artwork. Right. So I gave that another shot and I was really surprised at how much I enjoyed it. But, uh, you know, I started reading uh, all the Batman books with the exception of Batwing. Um, But even just the Batman main book with this whole Court of Owls concept is is interesting and it is new. And, you know, with DC New 52, we all know that Batman and Green Lantern were the only two books that were pretty much continued without any drastic changes other than Batgirl. But... You know, really, I got to say, you know, I'm going to give a couple more issues to some of these titles, but I I really think that we're going to (laughs) see at least half of the new 52 canceled within the next year. So I don't think that's going out too far on a limb that they're going to make some big changes. They've already had so many creative changes only in the first five issues that it's like, why are we bothering if you're not even going to keep the creative teams that you, you know, set out to, you know, start off with. So as far as, 
you know, good and bad for 2011. Green Lantern still stays very high on my list as being one of the best and most consistent books. You know, the War of, War of the Green Lanterns was a fantastic concept, and it was executed very, very well. Um, I Matt, what do you think of uh, what do you think of the New Guardians? That book, you know, um, I just read the that's, newest. I issue. think that's like one of my favorite ones. Honestly, I hated the first two issues. I really did. Really? And uh, I also didn't like uh, the um, uh, Green Lantern Corps book until the fourth issue. And so both of the Green Lantern, non-main Green Lantern books, you know, uh, uh, New Guardians and Corps, um, once they got to the fourth issue, it got really interesting. And especially Corps. Have you read Green Lantern Corps? Yeah. Um, I, I think. Well, I, I really think that now they're getting back into mythology and just sort of you know backstory to the Green Lantern mythos. That's when it's going to get interesting. Now, getting away from DC, Marvel has had some really shitty things happen. You know, Fear itself was a long waste of time. Um, I, I was very unhappy with how that whole thing worked out. I thought that the hammers was a fantastic concept. And then it was just poorly executed, but they at least did get their titles out on time for the entire run for that event. So I'll give Marvel props for that, but it was still a shitty book. So, you know, um, uh, let's see, uh, invincible, uh, and walking dead have continued to be awesome books for 2011. Um, you know, those ones have been consistent, you know, straight through Kirkman's done a fantastic job. There, I mean, there's been a lot of really good books, but there have also been a lot of really shitty ones. Um, my worst pick for 2011 uh, was issue number one of The Defenders. That was the most painful read I've had in <laughs> so long. And, like, if I could return it and get my money back, I would. And I've never really felt that way about a comic, you know, especially something from Marvel or DC, where it was that painful. Now, don't get me wrong, there are some New 52 books that I really absolutely hated as well. Um, but... The Defenders, number one, was just so bad. But, you know, again, it, it is what it is. Um, as far as best ones, I also want to sh- uh, give a shout-out for uh, Fantastic Four uh, 600 and uh, 601, which were extremely well-written. And you know, we all knew Johnny Storm wasn't going to stay dead long. We knew the 600 issue was coming. And the way that they brought him back... And the way that they've been writing this Fantastic Four story, um, I haven't really cared about Fantastic Four in a little while now, and I, I think we have to start reading that book again. So, and those just, those issues just came out in the last two months. So, uh, comic-wise, that I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, you know, there there have been some good collections that have come out, you know, this year, but you know, the Green Lantern books have been probably the most consistent thing. Um, I do absolutely hate the Red Lantern book. Um, I think yeah, that's right been a waste. Yeah, Whoa. I agree. Um, that was extremely disappointing because I, I thought they had a great concept. Um, also tying into Green Lantern, just in case I don't get to mention it later, um, the Green Lantern animated series that came out this year, they had their pilot premiere uh, with our good friend Josh Keaton, I think was fantastic. Um, I really enjoyed the writing. It's a Bruce Tim, you know, produced TV show. So we know it's going to be quality. Um, I can't wait to see what they do with the rest of it though. Uh, especially since they, you know, they're using red lanterns as their main villain, but you know, we all know it's a, a tamer red lanterns than in the comics. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. And, you know, we know the creative team, we've interviewed them many times and, you know, I, I think it's going to be a series to, to look out for. So, uh, anything else on that list, Kevin? Uh, now, did you did you uh, address writer and artist? 
Um, writer Jeff Johns still, you know, just kills it. Um, Robert Kirkman also. Uh, those two for me are the best writers right now in the industry. Um, Matt Fraction um, has been doing a great job also with Marvel. You know, I, I again, I, I didn't really like Fear Itself, but you know, the other work he's been doing has been very, very good. Um, as far as artist uh, uh, Hickman uh, for Marvel, right? Brian Hickman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I've been enjoying his artwork. Um, all the guys who've been working on the Green Lantern books, uh, I've been enjoying. Um, worst uh, artist, though, I'm sorry, Jim Lee. What the hell did you do to my DC universe? <laughs> um, I, I am so saddened. Like Teen Titans, that book alone just sort of makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Superman having just the the jeans and the boots and the little red. Yeah, feet. that's not. It's like, why? You know, I, I'm sorry you want to – I understand you want to mix things up a little bit. Okay, that's cool. We got the Superman with the, you know, uh, more uh, regal look for the main Superman book. But wh- why do we have to have a Paul Bunyan Superman? I, I just <laughs> – it makes me sad. And um, another com- or another uh, design that I really dis- was disappointed in was uh, Red Robin's redesign and Kid Flash. Yeah. Those were two – Two uh, costumes, Red Robin. Tim Drake was a fantastic solo book. You know, and like Red Robin was a fantastic uh, design. Design, yes. You know, that, speaking that of that, Matt, Kingdom Come back in the day. Yeah, but hey, that Matt, was, speaking of that, did you read? Did you read the newest uh, issue of Teen Titans? I have not. I'm. Some, I am uh, okay. only two issues into that book. Uh, well, then I can't so, talk to you about it because you'll be lost with it. But there was something no, in it that really stuck out to me that I think is going to, like, cause issues with that group here in the next couple uh, let's, issues. Let's, of uh, let, let's get on to current stuff, uh, you know, or ongoing uh, story arcs with our with our next uh, podcast. But, uh, Chad, I bet you you've got a lot of comic stuff to talk about. I mean, Matt really covered all my thoughts there. That's the thing. He was dead on point about everything the only thing that worries me is uh if kirkman's spreading himself a little bit too thin invincible's been delayed a lot this year which is bar none probably one of my top five if not the top comic i read yeah, um yeah. the thing he didn't mention is uh kick-ass 2 is actually pretty good uh I, i'm actually really enjoying it i didn't think i would um yeah i'm then, gonna have to disagree uh, with that i just i feel like Really? That book has been stretched out. Yeah, I haven't been enjoying it. I just feel like it's been really weak. And, you know, I, now I, again, I haven't read the most recent issue. But the most I've recent been, issue put it all in place for me. Okay, because I've been that, bored with it. Yeah. The most recent issue, it's almost like they, like, stretched it out, stretched it out, and then just crammed a bunch of crap into this last issue. But it was, like, almost like a nice payoff because it was what we were waiting for. You know what I mean? So okay. that – that and the conclusion issue, the next issue, should be pretty nice if they the, don't take seven the concern, months to put it out. The concern that I have with it, though, is this is what they're going to be making the next movie based on? Like, this yeah. is not an well, entertaining I, I, I doubt that it'll stick. But I doubt that it'll stick. Like they'll probably add more. They'll have to add things into a screenplay. Either that, or they'll have to do Kick-Ass Two, and then wait for the third arc to come out. Which they'll inevitably do anyhow, you know, because people yeah. will buy it and and then put that they'll write that into the movie. Like you know, with the Kick-Ass movie, they had written the conclusion of the movie before the comics were done. Right. So you know, there's no reason that they couldn't add the third arc into the movie because you know it's all it's all written and everything. It's just the artwork that needs done. It's storyboarded. So there's yeah. no reason they couldn't incorporate it into a script. You know. I- 
I'm just concerned about the overall quality. I mean, we know it's going to be a, a pretty direct adaptation, you know, from what mm-hmm. they've been talking about. And at this point, it's just it hasn't been strong. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know, but yeah, again, it's gonna be, you know, two, it'll, I, two, it'll be hard to put into a movie. So, but the last issue, once you read the the, the issue that just came out, you'll be mm-hmm. like, okay, I was waiting for this, but it didn't have to be stretched out like it was. I agree with that. It, it, it didn't have to be. Uh, two books that you didn't uh, mention were uh, Irredeemable and Corruptible. What do you think of those? Have you read any of those? Yeah, those are two books that I don't read, but I've heard very good things about. Just you know, I've read. Yeah, I'm reading. Got to get into this. Oh, because I they have... started out, they were two separate. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, then no, no, finish your thought, and then I do have to backtrack to, to one more good point uh, for Marvel. But they, you finish that. They, yeah, like, you know, uh, they started out, you know, Irredeemable came out, and it was, you know, Superman gone bad, and blah, 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 blah. Then Incorruptible came out, and it was one of his villains that redeemed himself and wanted to be, you know, a hero. And now, since the storylines have kind of converged into each other, and you're seeing the background of the villain and how he came to be, and it's really actually turned out to be really cool now. Like there were a couple of issues that were slow, but those two are probably in my top five. Also, surprisingly enough, like the two, the big two, DC and Marvel, I really didn't, you know, their main publishing line besides Green Lantern. You know, that's always going to be a mainstay in my my books that I read. Uh, uh, Marvel, there's 97 different X books now, so I can't really keep up with that as much as I wanted to. Uh, X Force was good. I like the the last dark in X Force yes. with Archangel and Angel. I was gonna. Back I really like that. Yeah, um, I really like that. Um, Fear itself, really like you said. Eh. No, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was gonna say Fear itself, like you said. Eh, it was. Eh. You know, the aftermath I think is pretty good though with Iron Man and how they're dealing with that. But yeah, you know, your thoughts on the X Force stuff? Like, I'd like to hear it. Well, that's that's what I was going to backtrack to. You know, there there have been a couple Marvel titles. You know, I just you know, Fear itself because really it was it was pretty shitty. But um, I, I got to say there have been a couple really good books. X Force, Uncanny X Force has been such a good read. The entire Dark Angel story, uh, going back into the Age of Apocalypse, was a really interesting choice. And um, uh, I always pronounce his name wrong. Reminder. How, how do you pronounce his last name? Reminder. Uh, is it is it actually reminder? No, I think it's remender. Okay, I can never pronounce his last name correctly, so please forgive me. Um, but he has done such a good job on that book that I mean, really, it's from issue one. It has been a solid read. But this Dark Angel story arc has been really interesting and a new take. And you know, the fact that they're going to go back into a regular book with Age of Apocalypse is going to be an interesting way to start off 2012. Um, but also. The book that I was most surprised about, I, I, I've really got to say, I'm really enjoying Amazing Spider-Man. And that seems so weird to say. It really, it really is. And I was the biggest holdout because I hated Brand New Day. But what they just did with Spider Island was really entertaining and really well written. And I'm very surprised that we're going to have a Scarlet Spider series in 2012. That's going to be but, awesome. You know what? I, I'm oh, going to give it a shot. I'm going to have to go back and read some of that. I miss Spider-Man like crazy. I thought I thought Spider Island was going to be another hulked out heroes type thing. Yeah, and, and it, it wasn't. Was. It was cool. If you read the main the main Amazing Spider-Man book, you don't have to read any of the spinoffs, tie-ins, whatever. It doesn't. Those don't matter. But Spider Island as a whole was Peter Parker at his best, saving everyone. 
And yeah. it shows how smart – I mean the, the way they're writing Spider-Man right now in Amazing Spider-Man is they're playing up to the fact that Peter Parker is one of the smartest guys in the world. He's a you know he invented the web fluid you know he's a genius level scientist and they're finally playing up to it so you know the the current story arc is called Big Time and it's because Peter has finally hit the big time he's finally getting a chance to shine and you know they've gotten rid of all of the you know the negativity of the book of Peter you know, being woe is me you know I'm a little school teacher or you know J Jonah Jameson hates me or you know all this stuff it's like you know what. Focus on the good qualities of this character, and that's what they've finally done. And they also, they're I, also, they're also playing on like Peter Parker's a good guy too. Yeah, and he spreads himself so thin. He's, you know, he's with the Fantastic Four. He's by himself. He wants to save everybody. He's with the four different Avengers teams, and he's like just worn out. And they're playing on that too. But he can't stop because that's who Peter Parker is. He's got to save everybody. Right, and that's cool too. But I, I'm, I'm saying it right now. I'm. Sp- Spending my money buying Amazing Spider-Man again, and I am very happy with the quality of writing and the quality of story that it's been, you know, consistently given to me. And even the the setup for this next year, you know, they're doing a, a story arc called Ends uh, Ends of the Earth, and it's going to be the Sinister Six trying to take over the world. And they just did a standalone issue of just the bad guys, you know, just the Sinister Six, uh, you know, focusing on them. And it's just like if they can keep up writing like this, why can't they do this with other Marvel titles as well? You know, there's absolutely no reason that they can't get that consistency up. You know, now back to X Men, there's been some hits and misses. Um, you know, the, hey, I'm the a next bit behind event. on um, uh, regarding X Men. I'm a bit behind on X Factor. Is that uh, been continuously good? I mean, is it still X Factor? I uh, honestly, I dropped. I, I was really, really enjoying uh, X Factor before the renumbering happened. Um, I, I just I liked the story arc that they went with, and um, you know Jamie Maddox, uh, you know, was a very interesting character. And then honestly, mm-hmm. I just I lost interest. Well, they're starting they to they, they want to try something. Is it still no, the he's, same he's team? Still there. He's still there, Kevin. It's just like now the thing is once they did the, uh, uh, you know, uh, Utopia and, and then, yeah, once they did Schism, then there was a scene in there where Cyclops went to Havoc and said, because Havoc's back, you know, Polaris is back. They're all back from outer space now. And he went to Havoc and said, you know, I have a mission for you or I have an assignment for you. What do you think about being an X-Factor again? So now you're kind of waiting for Havoc to come back in and take Madrox's place as the leader. And they're trying to tie everything everything up with x factor but it's really slow like it, it's it's there's been a lot of time travel and like dr doom was involved for some reason that was the point where Layla it lost miller and 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 is it still peter you know, david now writing it is it yeah, yeah it still is peter yeah it is because he puts his little uh uh remarks in the very beginning of every every you know right after the title page yeah. of what his daughter's doing or, or whatever so that is how i know it's still peter david he's like oh my daughter my daughter went and did this this week and i'm like oh it's nice to know that i know what peter david's daughter's doing this is sweet you know but let's get on with madrox and see why he's hopping through time again yeah, but let's get back to X-Men. Just, we, I mean, really, we have to sort of acknowledge what's going on with X-Men for 2011 into 2012. The okay. Schism event, it was really forced. Like, really, all of a sudden, Wolverine's now Professor Logan and yeah. Cyclops is still on Utopia. And don't get me wrong, I really enjoyed the Utopia storyline. I enjoyed the fact that they've separated themselves a little bit more, but they've also stood up for themselves <laughs> a lot more. 
and you know they, they've had some great moments where they've you know brought back lesser X-Men characters like the new X-Men or the young X-Men. You know we've had those characters integrated into the story a lot more. You know Quentin Quire is now the you know the bad boy of uh, you know the Jean Grey Institute for Higher Learning. School. Yeah, who, who cares? But- but it's kind of it's kind of cool how it's kind of cool how Cyclops and Wolverine have switched it. You know, Cyclops's books. You know, the most recent he was he said you know he went after uh, Sinister was doing stuff with the Sleeping Celestial and all that and yeah. and Cyclops said you know let's go and show the people so that they fear us so they won't mess with us anymore. Where Wolverine's like I want the people to trust us and like us and and we're gonna run a school and show that we can be integrated into society and not you know, uh, alienate ourselves off on this little island. And it's just like, it, it's almost like they've, you know, Cyclops is the badass now, the hard ass, the stern guy, and Wolverine's like hugs and kisses and let's have the little mutants come and play. So yeah. that, that's not in this character at all. You know, I mean, I, he used to kill people. I just feel like it's worse. Like yeah, overall, right. like, I mean, I like, I like the concepts that they're, you know, for the new teams. I think the new teams are going to be interesting. You know, uh, I just... As a whole, the X-Men books haven't been anywhere as consistent as they should be. They've got fantastic creative teams working on them right now. But, again, I just feel like we're sort of waiting for the next thing, which we already know what the next thing is in 2012, and it's the Phoenix returning for Hope. So it's that third arc of Hope's storyline. So I I think I'm I'm hoping that the payoff from that is going to be good. But we also have to get through uh, X Sanction uh, and then uh, X Men versus the Avengers, or I'm sorry, Avengers versus X Men with the Scarlet Witch playing a role. Yeah, but Scarlet Witch and Hope together. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm. I don't know if I really want to spend all my money on a 12 issue Avengers X Men series. Um, just to, to see like what this happens. Has begun Come on, we did it in the 80s, or at least I did, because I was alive. Hey, uh, another important thing for 2011 regarding uh, Marvel Mutants, it it appears that uh, uh, Peter David won a uh, 2011 GLAAD Media Award for Outstanding Comic Book, uh, uh, citing, of course, the the man-on-man Shatterstar slash Richter action. And so, uh, surprise, Buttsex, get your prize. Who knew? Um, but but Shatterstar, uh, you know, Shatterstar is not really gay. So not? He, he said it. Shatterstar is not really gay. He said it a lot of times. He's, he's more bi. Oh, so well, rock on for him. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that'll that'll uh, also be appreciated by the GLAD, which of course stands for Gay Lesbian, gay lesbian. Action Adventure Department. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what that's called. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. So they're uh, like X Men. What? I said they're like the X-Men. Right, right. But they're gay. And, uh, you know, so Shatterstar and Richter are probably founding We're members. S- we, we are so wrong on that. No? I think No, I don't right. think that's I what think they did. Exactly right. yeah. so, uh, well, they kind of, I mean, they live in San Francisco. It's like, you know, yeah, they have their own Yeah, it's all good, right? It's all good in... <laughs> the Castro. In, in, it's all good in the Castro. Very good. You're on point. Excellent. I would have thought that uh, Dune would have piped up on that. Gay sex is funny. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, so, uh, thanks, guys. You really took it far. Um, let's uh, let's let's hit everybody else. I'm assuming. I'm just gonna just uh, make some presumptions here that uh, uh, Dix and Mark 
uh, and Dune have not uh, done a lot of comic reading this year and move. I don't on give a to, fuck. Exactly. <laughs> and, and move Jesus on Christ. to uh, Chelsea. Hey, Chelsea. Hey. Comics in 2011. I know you've read some. I was pretty much what they said about X Factor. That's that covers it all. Oh. So. Well, very good. So, crows. Yes. What, uh, do you have anything to add to uh, what Matt and Chad were talking about? I do. I do. Uh, first of all, I've been loving uh, Green Lantern, as Matt pointed out earlier, that uh, War of the Green Lanterns was a great concept, great storyline, and I'm glad that they kept that storyline going forward with the New 52 uh, <laughs> reboot that DC did. Now, I'm surprised no one touched on this. What about, you know, what's going on with Ultimate Spider-Man? Has anyone been Miles Morales? That? How Peter, yeah. they killed off Peter, which in all honesty, I enjoyed uh, how they ended Peter's uh, story in uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. That felt really, really good. Felt like a great conclusion for his character. I never now, read it for some crazy reason. Really? Yeah. I enjoyed the Death of Spider-Man storyline. I, I thought I, they were going to give us a cop out and you know be I like. I never got that final issue. I'm going to have to maybe get it online or something. Oh no, uh, the final issue is really good. Um, his everything wraps back around with Peter's character. Typing. It really feels, you know, like his death actually means something. It did feel like a pointless comic book death, like a lot of comic book deaths do. But on the other hand, we got Peter's replacement, Miles. Ugh. Where, oh yeah, we didn't even talk about the Ultimate Universe, did we? Where do where can I start with Miles and why? Okay, Marvel, are you pandering or something here? Because I mean, <laughs> <laughs> are they trying to make it the most minority-filled superhero ever? They didn't because... make him even old enough for Donald Glover to be able to play him. So what was the point? I know. Right. And Beano is the mastermind. Sorry, only and only Chad gets that one. By the same spider, <laughs> couldn't or... couldn't see him as Spider Man, but now he's spitting venom. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but um, best uh... album of the year, by the way. <laughs> yes, it Chad? is so good. I was listening to that earlier today. Oh, dude, yeah, it's it's very good. Uh, to to, to you... be clear I, for I, I, our I, I fans like here, for listeners, they're talking about Childish Gambino, uh, aka Donald Glover from Community. Exactly, God, that album yes. is good. Um, best show of the year, just saying right now. It really is. Breaking wow. Bad. No. Community. Yeah. Pants down. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay, TV is coming up, though. So, uh, yeah. so Crows, do you have anything else to uh, talk about? What are your, your uh, superlatives, best or worst for 2011? For uh, writer, artist, publisher, story arc, uh, best moment, individual John's, issue, ongoing I think title. Still Sands is my best writer. He's my best writer for the past few years. Say again? And uh, Jeff Johns, Johns okay. on DC. Everything he's been doing. Of course, uh, Justice League has started out slow with the new 52, but I've been liking what he's building up to. Uh, and I really think give him give Johns time to establish that backstory because Johns works well off of a lot of backstory that he creates. So I think, you know, once he gets going with Justice League, he'll uh, be up to the same quality as all of his other titles. Plus what he's done with Aquaman. Oh, my God. So Johns good. has completely came in and revamped Aquaman so good. It's it's so fun to read. Uh, Aquaman I believe Batman is probably the best of the new 52 as far as non-Batman Green Lantern titles go. 
I, I honestly uh, enjoy reading that book every week or every month. It's just a fun title. And uh, they made Aquaman just. They, they pretty it's much badass. took out all flaws yes. and then got past them. Like within the first issue, it was great. Well, they acknowledge it. That's Aquaman gets you wet. <laughs> that, that, that's, that, that would be my tagline if I was pitching it. Well, the next big Aquaman story is finding out who actually caused Atlantis to sink into the ocean. Yep. And yeah. it's something that hasn't really been done before. You know, we had, uh, you know, uh, in in the early 2000s, we had the uh, storyline where the Justice League disappeared. Like, the what was it, the Obsidian Age? Yeah. Uh, the where the Justice League age. disappeared, Aquaman disappeared. That was back when Aquaman had his magical water hand. Oh. You know, and... <laughs> You know, we weren't even getting to that. But that was a really interesting story arc about past Atlantis, but we never actually found out what caused it to sink. And Jeff Johns, in his typical Jeff Johns fashion, has set up, um, you know, uh, this overall story arc that we're going to see going into the next year with Aquaman, how he did with Flash, with Flashpoint, and how we had Green Lantern, Blackest Night, where they said, coming up in the next year, this is the story yeah. arc that we're building to. So you have some idea what's coming, but you really don't. You know, and he's done it twice successfully. He did it with Flash, and he did it with Green Lantern, where you know he set up these big, uh, you know, concept arcs, and they paid off really well. Flashpoint, you got to admit, Flashpoint as a whole was done very, very well. I love what Flashpoint, including all the side books too. What came after Flashpoint, totally different. And you know what? I also want to give a shout out for um, the Flashpoint tie-in book, uh, Batman. Uh, uh, what was it? Night of Vengeance. Yes. Yes, Night that of Vengeance was an amazing Batman book. You take apart Flashpoint. You don't even have to think about it as a Flashpoint book. If you haven't read these three issues, you need to go out to your comic book store right now and buy them because yes. they are some of the best Batman writing. We've I don't had think they're open time. on New Year's Day. Uh, <laughs> New Year's Eve. <laughs> so uh, whatever. Till but, you know, yeah. But regardless, these Batman well, I need books, to leave right now then if I'm going to catch them before they close. Go, go, go. Right <laughs> Um, these were some of the best I'm kind of drunk. books. Yeah, you are drunk. These are some of the best Batman books we've had in a long time, and just considered as an Elseworlds, it's a really dark but touching the three issues. No, so, it really uh, is. As far as, non, as far as non-main Flashpoint books, that was an epic success. And it was um, Brian, Aus- um, Aus- another Aus- person's name. Osiello? Yes. I can never pronounce his name correctly either. So, um, yeah, he did a great job on that book. So, I mean, there have been a lot of really good books in 2011. But we also just got saddled with some really shitty stuff. You know, DC Universe trying to reestablish itself. The biggest failure with that so far has been, you know, they instead of just starting from scratch entirely – they said some things happened, some things didn't. And I think it's really disheartening for those of us who have been reading these books for so many years that grew up with these characters that we don't even know what's going on and not in a, oh, well, you know, hey, we don't know what's going on. This is going to be exciting. It's like, no, we just don't have a fucking clue what's happening anymore. So, yeah. you know, Batgirl can walk again. OK, but she was still shot and she was still <sighs> paralyzed. You know, we got that. We have Teen Titans now coming together for the first time, but they hadn't been together for the, you know before. Batman had only really had, you know, or the DC Universe with heroes has only existed for about five years. But Batman's been around for longer than that. I mean, there, there's just so much stuff 
that it's just like, okay, why don't we, if you're going to wipe the slate clean, just do it. Yeah. Instead of making us guess of what still, yeah, I mean, it's like what still existed, what didn't. You know what? You're going to start the Justice League again. This is the first time they've come together, but all this other stuff still happened. It's just, it's so confusing and not in a fun, I don't know what's happening kind of way. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I, I just feel like it's a cop out. Also, and, special mention for Cuckoo Comics this year, the Flash series that kind of died out with Flashpoint, but the Flash series that was going for about 13 issues. Really, written by Jeff Johns. Yep, another Jeff Johns series. And I really wish they would have kept pushing that series, but it's a shame the to new see Flash it so soon. Bad. The new Flash book has not been good. No, it's it been hasn't. Very yeah. I don't know. There's just there's so many good. There, there's a lot of positives and negatives, but as a whole, these see, I mean, these uh, creative teams just have not been consistent, and you know, it, it feels like a lot of pandering. Also, what the hell is up with uh, what they were going to do with Ronnie and uh, Firestorm? Because if you remember, oh. coming off of Brightest Day, they were planning to do this whole. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot that about was, that. Yeah. Well, Bright is a whole like it feels like that was a waste now because they were sitting up the DC universe to have, you know, Swamp Thing and um, uh, Constantine as part of the yeah, universe. Have they but even mentioned Swamp Thing? Thing? Well, Swamp Thing has his own book. Yeah, but has he interacted with anything else going on, or has he no. self-contained? And I mean, Flashpoint. I'm sorry, not Flashpoint. Um, Brightest Day. I, you know, really was doing a fantastic job with the characters. Again, Aquaman was interesting. Martian Manhunter was interesting. Firestorm, like all the stuff that they'd set up. But Firestorm has what forty-eight hours or you know, like forty-eight days to live or something. Yeah. Yeah. Set up this whole thing. But I mean, like, if you're gonna restart the universe, why do these big things? Justice League International. Also, I gotta say, that setup that was in Generation Lost oh. was really, really good. And then they just threw everything that they set up for a whole year into the trash and started again. And that book has been painful to read. Yeah. There has been nothing redeemable about justice league international. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that, which is a shame because I, you know, I'm a big Easter fan Cold. of the, the Giffen years. Uh, Did you I mean, read it's, it was cheesy and, and whatever, but you know, there was some funny shit going on. Did you read um, the generation lost? Yeah. Yeah, and it was, uh, you know, it wasn't as funny as the previous stuff, but I enjoyed it. It was a fun read. That's yeah. the thing. It was a entertaining read. It was totally entertaining, was but then, setup. you know, here we are with the new 52, and, uh, you know, everything, you know, up is down and down is up, and we don't know what's going on. And Booster just Gold as now? You said. Oh, and um, that's just, to, just to run through this, my, we've, got, we've got some other categories here to run through, but just to uh, run through my, uh, my comics picks... Uh, ongoing title, I, you know, I always want to say that it's uh, that it's Walking Dead, and you know, and maybe it is or maybe it isn't. But uh, I want to I want to instead uh, choose for my ongoing title. I'm I'm gonna say uh, the Sixth Gun um, by uh, Oni Press. You know, with uh, Colin Bunn and Brian Hurt, couple of uh, local St. Louis guys um, who uh, who have put out. It, I don't know, undermarketed or something, because that comic is fucking great. To me, it's like, you know, it's the new creature. It's, uh, you know, it's exciting, it's violent, it's 
surprising. Um, the writing is great. Um, the art is always understandable. It's it's. I mean, Brian Hurt's art is a little more cartoony than you might expect from such a book uh, for a uh, supernatural period book. But at the same time, it, it, the good part about Brian's art is you know who's who. You're not confused at any time. Um, it's not like you're you're reading some 90s Hellblazer where you're like, wait, which character am I looking at in this panel? Because I don't get it. Um, you uh, and his uh, his storytelling ability is top notch. My only complaint, and it's a bullshit complaint, is that uh, Brian Hurt is is a little cartoony, and so uh, it, it's not uh, edgy or gritty or whatever. But uh, it's a it's a fantastic read, and I recommend anybody uh, pick it up. You can get the uh, the first six issue arc in, in a trade paperback. Um, which, to be fair, I can't think of any other trade paperback, so I'm going to pick that for my trade paperback uh, for 2011 as well. Individual issue, um, God, individual individual issue might be hard. Um, I uh, I don't know what I could pick for that. I I, I don't have something jumping out at me. Uh, you know, there have been good things, but to where I say, oh my god, this is the issue, this is fantastic, I, I don't think I have one for this year, which is unfortunate. Um, and, and to be fair, I've been a little behind on my comic reading. Um, when it comes to writer, uh, for my best, I'm going to go back with uh, Kirkman. Um, like I say, I'm a huge fan of, of his for... You know, ever since I first discovered him. Hold on, I'm gonna to have to interrupt you. But was I the only one pissed off about Walking Dead for a good half the year? As yes. it was, I, no, no, no. I was pissed off with him too. But you know what? It, it seems like he has, you know, I don't know, made up for it. Whatever. He's 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 stuck to his guns, and done well. But here's my thing. I am for for my worst writer. I am also going to pick Mr. Robert Kirkman because of Carl shooting in the face. No, Carl. No, Carl getting shot in the face. Well, that too. That too. Yes. That also, was that was Carl a sad getting shot in the face. Uh, that yeah, that, that that would be my worst moment of 2011. Carl getting shot in the face. Spoilers. This is the but first see, the time you've listened to the Comics anywhere. Online podcast. Oh, weird. I, mean, I went to the bathroom. <laughs> I went to the bathroom. Kevin and you said Carl got shot in the face, and I thought you were talking about Carl that comes on here. And I was like, "What? Carl got shot in the face? Oh, that would suck." Carl I, you know, was I in the gun. Carl is today. <laughs> I was like, when did this I, happen? I, I was like, it. "When did this happen?" I didn't. Oh no, no. <laughs> I didn't Car- hear about Carl, uh, the the kid in Walking Dead in uh, yeah, I don't know, yeah. early issue eighty three. Issue eighty three. Yep. There you go. Got got shot in the face, and uh, he's he lived. Uh, but he's but it was a, a stupid concept. It hasn't uh, been good. It hasn't like gone it anywhere. All. It's just been like, eh. uh, It was there for the shock value. That's all. It was. It, yeah, it shocked it, the shit out of us. You know, both both Matt and I, uh, you know, called each other and we were like, "What the fuck? I'm never. You know, I don't even want to. I'm sickened. I don't. I don't want to read this comic ever again. It's awful. It's ruined." Yeah, and Matt called me up and said, Crows, download the newest issue. I mean, go out and buy the newest issue. Um, <laughs> Netflix it. 
Yeah, yeah. Crows, um, go to your local comic book store and purchase issue 83 of The Walking Dead. I would never condone anyone downloading comics. You need to hey, purchase you know your there's, comics. There's a, there's and a support. lot of legit places you can you can buy da- you can download shit anymore. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's some place where you can download it legitimately onto your whatever okay. device. Honestly, that's a very or success. Like that. Well, no, I, I want to say that has been a very big successful point for a lot of uh, for 2011 is the fact that we can legally download comics from yeah. you know reputable sources now. Marvel I think that's fantastic. And DC have both come on board really hard and strong recently with you know their whole downloadable catalogs. And how I think it's been are. good in offering specials. I mean, DC has been very good about offering specials for, you know, catching up and, you know, just of their backlog of, of books. You know, I, I've been enjoying that. And I think that is a I think that says a lot about 2011 and going into 2012 that we're going to see a drastic shift with availability for digital comics. Now, again, I still go to the comic book store every week and purchase comics, but there's some books that I don't want to spend three bucks on because I don't really care enough about them. But I might give it another shot if I only have to pay a dollar or two and just download it. You know, I think it's a it's a win. Mm-hmm. So and it's a superior format, by the way. It is. It is a nicer format. Yeah, I, I really do enjoy uh, some of the online stuff, especially the, those kind. And it's it's kind of a cheesy thing. I you know I always, always get it this way where, where they go and pan between panels. Yeah. What's that? Yep. Is that what you were going to say? No, I was just going to say the convenience of maybe I don't have to have them all installed, but I can have them. Essentially, I own them forever rather than giving up something I buy. And, you know, when I bring comics in the bath and then I ruin them and they're covered in crust. So you instead take your, your iPad in the bath? Yes, I have an iPad. I'm Mr. Rockefeller. That's what <laughs> I do with my iPad. Hey, hey, I said I'm mad and I have iPads that we've been really loving reading comics on them. Reading comics on the iPad has also been a very big win for 2011. Gotta Definitely. say. Um, so, so moving right along. Uh, so for my best artist, I'm going to go off the things that I uh, really uh, read so often. And I'm going to go and say it's, uh, oh gosh, what's the guy's name? Uh, yes. J.K. J.H. J.H. Williams, the, uh, the artist for Batwoman. I think that's his been art a pretty good artist. Fan fucking tastic. I think uh, his his painted style art is just beautiful. Um, I think his panels, uh, you know, and in a little bit of a contrast here, uh, my complaint about the guy is I, his panels make me crazy sometimes because they're hard to follow. They're they're very uh, uh, artsy rather than story leading. If that makes any Story. sense, uh, it, 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 it's more for uh, it, it's it's more art than ease of of reading. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe it it, it slows you down and and makes you uh, appreciate the detail in Batwoman's boobs. So uh, next thing, uh, publisher. I can't possibly say marvel or dc they have once again pissed me off way too much uh like i say oni has uh in my opinion at least you know forgive me folks but uh has has under marketed the uh the fantastic stuff they've got on tap and so uh i can't pick them either so i'm gonna say image 
is uh, which the uh, 1992 version of me is like, what the fuck is your problem? But uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Image is my uh, my best publisher for 2011. And so that all of that said, we can move on to movies, guys. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we I got can. Now re- I'm watching the Flyers game. I, Damn it. I really enjoyed <laughs> New Year's Eve. It was a great movie. Yeah. That Josh. Yeah. That Josh Duham. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You, you that was for you, talk. dude. All right. Moving I have up. no idea what that is even. So let's <laughs> let's go to uh, to my co-host Dune Murderous and bam, bam, uh, my two favorite movies of the year, right? Yeah. Well, first off, my memory only goes back for like two and a half months, so it kind of fucks everything up. But uh, were uh, Muppets because there was Muppets. Yeah. And, and Harry Potter because I done cried. Aww. Aww. He was right. gonna give his life forever. <laughs> All right. You know, yeah, and those two. Okay. Those two. Um, I, I put out a list, but I, I have a feeling that, that Dune could care less about the list. I have so your list go- open, but I could care less about your list, yes. So I'm going to move on to Mark. Hey, Mark. <laughs> I hope Mark is actually here. Oh, he disconnected. So uh, we're going to move on to Ian. What? Uh, what are your what, favorite movies? Your favorite movies. So I, I, I put out a list. Uh, the list is, by the way, list yeah, is, uh, comic list. superhero, uh, horror, sci-fi slash fantasy, animated, best overall movie of any genre, TV or sorry DVD slash Blu-ray collection of movies, uh, best sequel, best character, best villain, best writer, best director, best actor, and best studio. Dix, take it away. Alright, keep in mind that a lot of my stuff is mainly going to be for the first six months of the year. And I can actually That's right. movies. Uh, best comic book superhero movie. Uh, I did not get to see uh, what's it called? Captain America. I deployed right before it came out. I had to pick between X-Men. Get close uh, to this continent. And what's it called? Green Lantern. And out of those, I like X-Men the most. For right. a second, Green Lantern just the third. Uh, sci-fi fantasy, Paul, hands down, awesome movie. I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, and for Blu-ray, uh, more of a what the fuck uh, for the Rocketeer 20th anniversary edition. Uh, you'd figure for a 20th anniversary, great transfer, amazing movie. But for 20th anniversary edition, there were no extras besides the original theatrical trailer. On the damn thing. Wow. Yeah. That's one thing I would probably uh, ding that DVD for. Is figure for a 20th anniversary release, they put a little bit more effort into it, but oh well. All right. And the rest so, of it, I just couldn't really think of anything. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> looks like we got Mark back on. Mark, can you hear me? Oh. I like Muppets too. I bet you that is what he'll say. Uh, so, hey, Matt, what are you thinking uh, for, for movies for 2011? I like Muppets. Somebody in a hot tub? Yeah. Shalom, I like Muppets. <laughs> Shalom, I like Muppets. That's what Matt says. Yep. Crows, movies. Uh 
this year has been a huge year for comic book movies. We had the astounding X-Men First Class, which, you know, blew away any other X-Men movie that we ever had. It, it was just so spot on to what the feel of X-Men should be. And I was very, very happy, despite Kevin's nitpicks about it, because Kevin nitpicked that film way too much. Um, I, for one, enjoyed Thor a lot more than I did uh, Captain America. Bullshit! <laughs> it, it, it felt just more a well-rounded movie altogether. Felt... Thor was like just an introduction to Avengers. It wasn't even like a movie. It was just like, here's some stuff and here's and, some And characters. you're saying Captain America wasn't? No, I'm saying Captain America was an origin story, but it wasn't just like an introduction to uh, to uh, to the oh, character. Oh, hey, we're just going to skip around to various points during Captain America's exploits and, you know, skip over all the cool, good stuff and put them all in the montage. What cool yeah, stuff was in be- Thor? Thor was just like a bad screensaver. <laughs> oh. You know, maybe, right. uh, maybe it was I just expectations. Thor also had a better cast than uh, Captain America. Really? Yeah. Alright. That, um, also we had, uh, Green Lantern come out, which, you know, was pretty mixed, although, um, the director's cut really, uh, fixed a lot of problems that I had with adding a lot of missing stuff that felt missing within the final cut back into the film, but it still fell short of what I wanted out of a Green Lantern movie. Um... Uh, but that's not saying I didn't enjoy it. Um, also, I really, really enjoyed Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, which I'm seeing the review still isn't up on the site. Um, that, But I, I had way too much fun watching uh, the newest uh, Mission Impossible movie, and Simon Pegg just did such a bang-up job. In it. I read and, that the mission actually turned out to be possible. <laughs> they always do. They always do. They should call it mission difficult. Yeah. It was, mission very challenging. Yeah. It was nice since they took it away from more uh, from it being focused on Tom Hanks and it was more of a team. Tom Hanks. Wait, Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks was in Mission Impossible. I meant Tom Cruise. Wow. That was Tom Green. His buddy Wilson saved him. Rose fails. Sting. Anyway, Tom Cruise. They took it away from more of the focus being on Tom Cruise. <laughs> I think Tom Hanks being in Mission Impossible would have made it that much more entertaining. Because <laughs> that it would, would have been, been interesting. Utterly I would have liked that would have been Tom Mission Hanks. Impossible. No, that would have been Mission Impossible because Tom Hanks successfully completing this mission would have been pretty much impossible. Just I saying. agree, especially with all the stunts. Just see the Da Vinci Code. The stunts Tom Cruise did in this film, running down a hundred and fifty foot, uh, fifty story building. That was just completely amazing. And yeah, but he's like the size of an ant. He can't technically get hurt. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you drop something you know that how, small you know off the building, when, when it doesn't break. gets on you and you try to crush it, but you can't. Yeah. yeah. The wind resistance was enough to keep him alive. <laughs> But as it, but um, Jeremy Bender was in the film. Hey, who was whoever's good. driving, mute yourself. Yeah, who's on a highway? Matt. Sorry. Just mute yourself. But uh, Jeremy Renner, who is uh, coming up as Hawkeye in the Avengers, did a great job in Mission Impossible. I can't wait to see him as Hawkeye. Um, he was really good. I'm trying to think of what else I saw that was really good in 2011. 
Not much else that comes to mind. Oh, oh, um. Oh, crap, I saw something. Captain really... America. I already went over that, Matt. And actually, I did not see Captain America until last second. Because you all guys left me and went to see it at, uh, uh, multiple times during Comic-Con. I know, Comic-Con. Crows didn't even have time to brush his teeth. <laughs> oh. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so, uh... That's nasty. And Kevin didn't have any time to actually post any articles. Oh! Oh! oh. 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 Wow. That just... Wow. That just... Okay. Wow. Passive-aggressive year, 2011. I <laughs> know. <laughs> it sure was. So, I think we finally got Mark back. I love Mark. it. Yep, I'm here for now. We'll see how long it lasts. All right, so <laughs> sorry, your movies sorry, sorry, for Kevin. 2011. You, you set yourself up for that one. I know. Uh, well, you know, so I was ahead, uh, I was hearing spew. Maybe it was just a matter of expectations, but I was really surprised that it was as good as it was. I, I really kind of enjoyed it, but my expectations weren't that high going in, so nothing to do with it. Um, Captain America was good, very good. Um, but I, I felt like they, it was a little, little jerky throughout. I was kind of, I, I don't remember who said earlier that it just kind of a montage of scenes and, and I felt like they may, maybe could have done better with that. Um, I was trying to think of anything else I'd seen that was particularly noteworthy. Um, Cowboys versus aliens. I thought was kind of interesting. Oh, they could have done, could have done more with that, trash. but I thought it was kind of interesting. Trash. That was horrible. That film. <laughs> I yeah, maybe I expectations I instead of that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything that I really kind of enjoyed, and it's. Oh, just, I like uh, Super Eight. That was a solid movie that oh, didn't get enough credit. You're oh, kidding! Yes. Oh. Yeah, I love that movie. Oh, you want, yeah, I you want, that was a solid movie. movie. I, you guys want a fun drinking game? Uh, I mean, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. I thought it was I, great. I thought they could have done so much more with that. Super Eight is fun. Ah, How is yeah, that right? Anytime you see a brand new lens flare, you take a drink. <laughs> there, oh, when man. I was counting in the theater, it was upwards of like 28. J.J. Abrams is going to make everybody drunk. Hey, am I echoing to any of you? No. No. Guys, I'm sorry. I've got to get off the podcast, but happy 2012 and uh, good riddance to 2011. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right, Matt. We'll see you next year. All right, Matt. Oh, are you one of those guys that says see you next year? Oh, God. Not really. Good. Because that is irritating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, uh, all right. So, so Chelsea. I'm just waiting to talk about video games. Oh, you got any movies for us, though? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I watched some of these Marvel movies, but I really actually didn't like the X Men First Class too much. I guess because I'm too attached to the uh, original X Men sort of theme. But Crow's here was right when he said that it did give you the X Men feel about it. Um, that's pretty much all I get. All I got. I'm sorry. I just don't. I play too many video games. I can't do this movie thing. <laughs> But you did watch the other X or the other Marvel films. I take it you're you're too big of a Marvel. Lover yeah, like to I, not. I mean, I liked Thor, but it was it was entertaining. But it, you know, it wasn't anything special. Um, 
Captain America was entertaining as well. I mean, I just like Captain America, so I think it's just a biased opinion there. But I, you know, actually, all my friends really disliked Captain America, so. I dislike all my friends. <laughs> That's unrelated. Yeah. Wait a minute. Who has friends here? I uh, do. Nobody. Pretty much nobody. So, uh,. Wow, I'm getting a really bad echo of myself. All right, uh, so Chad, did you do movies yet? No. Uh, I, I can't remember what all I watched. Best. I, I watched, I, I don't know. I mean, Captain America was really good. Better than it. Thor, he uh, didn't say. Thor was good, too. They're, I mean, they're two different types of movies. One was more like, yeah. you know, military and war, and the other was more, you know, fantasy, sci-fi. Uh, uh, you know, it was good, though. I liked Thor a lot. They, they kind of, I think they kind of, even even when he was in his human guise, I think that they kind of, like, pussified him a little bit because he couldn't be, you know, the almighty, invincible Thor all the time. But uh, what other movies did I watch? I can't remember. I watched Red State. It was good. Oh yeah, Red State uh, was solid. I finally got around to watching yeah. it. I was surprised at how good it was. Kevin's been talking about it forever. Yeah, well, no, no, because I yeah, finally got around to watching it while I was sick, and I was like, oh, this actually does remind me of Clerks, where it's actually like a passionately made movie rather than just like, here's what I do. I'm Kevin Smith. This is what I do. You know, like every other movie he's done for a long long time but yeah that was right. solid 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 and it was different and new and interesting yeah it was a great movie I yeah think kevin smith started losing his I way agree. when jay and silent bob were in scream that's that's yeah. when that's when he lost his way with me <laughs> but uh yeah yeah i don't, I don't know uh, so, i can't uh, think of right. any other movies i've watched so okay um I'll run down my list here for uh, my pick for the uh, comic slash superhero <laughs> movie of uh, 2011. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, I guess I'm going to have to say X-Men First Class. I really didn't like the, um, the, the fact that they still couldn't put together a team of X-Men that appeared you know, in the same X-Men generation, uh, you know, they, they, they still got to go and pick and choose from, you know, just make crazy choices when it came to that. However, the, the writing, the scripting, the plotting, you know, besides the, uh, you know, the, the character choices, everything was fantastic. And it was the best, I guess, Marvel movie yet. When hey, Kevin, you got to say how much you love Cowboys and Execution. Alien? Cowboys and Aliens wasn't a Marvel thing. I thought Cowboys and Aliens was a completely serviceable popcorn movie. And, uh, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm glad I watched it. It's not something worth owning. Definitely worth seeing. Um, and now with Kevin, yeah, it didn't make uh, my short with either, but it was worth, podcast. worth a watch. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's you know, and that's the thing. It's it's like I'm glad I saw it, and I thought it was really strange that uh, that Crows and and Matt really uh, got to be in their bonnet about how shitty it was. Crows is about to do twenty minutes um, on My Little Pony, so you don't really have to take his opinion seriously. No, we need to cut <laughs> those out of that. Right. 
that's quality. Uh, and Help then uh, my backup for uh, superhero movie, I've got to say, uh, Super. Oh shit! I f- see, I only go Super back like three months. That was a great, too. great, great movie as well. What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> Matt, that's my honorable mention there. Yeah, that was great. And then when it comes to horror, uh. Being as though I saw it twice uh, with Kevin Smith live, I saw it in Kansas City and then again in Seattle. I'm going to say Red State. Uh, Red State, and then is that my, really a horror movie? Backup to that I guess so. would be Fright Night. I don't really. I, well, like you know, it, it was just weird. It was interesting. It was a good movie because is it, it was is it horror? Was... Is it suspense? Is what is it? It's kind of horror though. I, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in, in right there for that category, and then with like I say with my backup like, for a I would say it'll give you a hand job, but it's not full horror. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah, all like, right, all right, get it because those words sound similar. That was my joke, like horror, like oh, yeah, like pros- yeah. Forget it. I'll explain right. later. Uh, Pretty, just you. don't worry about it. So what, what uh, I was saying yeah, was that my pros- backup would be the, the 2011 Fright Night. Uh, was a solid horror movie this year. I was really pleasantly surprised with that. Uh, and I wouldn't have even watched it had they uh, the the company that put it out, I think it was Lionsgate or something, uh, accidentally sent it to me instead of uh, I, Carl or Chris. Uh, I forget who was supposed to get it, but uh, I ended up with it, and I was like, oh, crap, I don't have time to send it out, so I'll review it. Actually, Chris and Carl reviewed it, Kevin just edited their reviews together. And then when it comes to sci-fi slash fantasy, you know, I I watched a movie last night that was really good. Source Code? Oh, Source Code. I keep wanting Source to Source Code was good. Solid sci-fi. It didn't get a lot of love. It. it didn't get a lot of love in theaters, but I've heard it's done pretty well outside of it. I'm a Jake Gyllenhaal fan. Yeah, so. I can understand why it would it would be in that sort of situation. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's going to be my sci-fi pick of the year, and I'm sure I'll think of something else where I'm like, oh, this one was slightly better, but I really like that one. And I I also really like my my backup to that would be the uh, the one with Bradley Cooper where he takes a pill and gets smarter. That was really good. I that was a documentary was on meth you watched. Yeah. <laughs> Now. All right, fine. Ah, uh, pills. Um, limitless. Limitless. There you go. That... Oh, I got that free DVD from uh, Comic Con, and I still have yet to watch it. Uh, animated film for 2011. Shit. What came out? What's? I'm gonna say the Muppets. Muppets. It wasn't animated. I still have yet well, to see the, the Muppets. The puppets yeah. are animated. Yeah, technically yeah, animate. Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of anything animated that I really loved, frankly. Yeah, I'm not going to say something stupid like Cars Two or Tangled. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Tangled is a great movie, but it also came totally out. Totally fell asleep on it. You know what? Well, wait, but but the the Blu-ray came out this year, so it counts. Wait, wait! You fell asleep on it? I don't know. Maybe I was tired. I also fell asleep on Felicia Day. Well, <laughs> probably didn't. <laughs> Moving right Don't get along. Chris started on her, uh, please. So, uh, best sequel uh, for. Hey, Prodder. Uh, 
Yeah, Harry Potter, I am not caught up on. I, you know what? I bet you I'm, I, I might even say that. Um, so instead, I'm going to say uh, something that lots of people would disagree uh, with. Cars 2. Harry Potter. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Sherlock Holmes. Ooh. <laughs> uh. I liked it. I know a lot of people didn't. I, I thought it was clever and fun and... Uh, Hermione. Uh, it's a sequel that I can re- recall. Uh, best character in um, movies. Uh, I want to say. Um, Very crap. Maybe the the Professor X in uh, uh, first class. Solid character. Anyway, uh, best villain. Anybody got anything for best villain? Voldemort. <laughs> I'm just full Harry Potter right now. I'm, I'm obsessed. Yeah. Does Cowboys Still. and Aliens as a movie count as a villain? Uh, <laughs> yes, we'll discount that. Cowboys and Aliens is the best villain. Uh, Bro, best, best movie the best writer. <laughs> For 2011. Oh, I got best writer. You got anything? Uh, yes, I got it. Moneyball, written by Aaron Sorkin. Great writer. He also wrote uh, last year's uh, the uh, the Social Network. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Aaron Sorkin. I still need to see Moneyball to see if I'm actually in it. Moneyball, but Social Network was good. Money. I got a chance to be an extra for that last year. ASAP. It is a great solid film, and especially if you're a baseball nut. All right. are, are you a baseball? Uh, I think I'm going to say either uh, James Gunn or Kevin Smith for uh, best uh, writer because I have enjoyed their dialogue. Um, and then uh, for director, fuck if I know, same thing <laughs> for both of those. Wait, and, Kevin uh, Smith, I wouldn't say is the best actor, director by any means. I would say J- that. James Gunn is a good director, but Kevin Smith's not a great director. Interest, he doesn't. Yeah, but he's whatever. a but he's a good writer. He's a good dialoguer. No, no, he's a great writer. I'm just saying, terrible director. Yeah, can we can we agree on that one? Actually, I'm going to say Brad Bird uh, for. Uh, I think. Uh, for um, Mission Impossible: uh, Ghost Protocol, this is his first uh, live action movie because he previously worked oh, on The Incredibles yeah, and before uh, he was all Pixar all the time. I'm I'll yeah, and he did Iron Giant. That's, an, that's well. a fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And uh, best actor? David Duchovny. <laughs> yes. What the hell yeah. was he in in a movie this year? Oh, he I've been watching his X Files. Oh, yeah. So uh, right. yeah, I can't. I can't think anything. Think of anything. Uh, actor or studio? Don't care. All right. So to television. Oh, yeah, this is my, this is my game, guys. I'm on can it I now. go first? This is your game? All right, Dune, go for it. No, oh. no, I think Crows is trying to go first. He's talking about ponies. Damn right I am. Worst okay. show of the year. Whoa, 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 whoa. My Little Pony Friendship is Magic is a great revitalization of the franchise for My Little Pony. Uh, it works for, you know, 
both younger and older audiences alike. There's so many references. The great writing is just brilliant. It was uh, redone by Lauren Faust, who did uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends and the Powerpuff Girls, who's also working on the new DC animated series uh, with all the uh, girl superheroes that's coming out on Crunch Network soon. Um, but yeah, I, I've i been constantly Doesn't watching My Little Pony. Hmm? What was that, dude? I didn't say anything. Oh, no, okay. th- that was that was Kevin, and I said, "Does it does the new the new thing have Power Girl in it?" I think so, yeah. Because of the boobs, uh, Power Girls in it, I believe. I uh, I know Catwoman's in it. They showed a little preview of it on Country Network, but uh, but yeah, she's working yeah. on that. Um, but yeah, My Little Pony has. It, it, there's a reason that the, it's gained such a fan base that's so huge right now. It's it's incredibly mind blowing. Plus, they got John Delancey to pretty much play Q again. Q as a dragon, and it's ah, oh, series is so good. If you haven't been able to check it out, check it out, please. And do I not watch the first. Uh, I, I watched the first episode, and to My Little Pony, friendship is magic. I'm not going to say nay. The first episode honestly isn't the best. I would honestly I watch either Dragon Shot or <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, also a TV show is Chuck. Chuck has been great, honestly. I've been loving it, and it's a shame we're seeing it bow out this season. I would have personally loved another, maybe another season or. I don't want it to go on too long because when shows go on too long, it starts to get crappy. Just look at SG1. Just look at Scrubs. Dexter, am I right? Oh, Dexter. That we're, we're getting to that. We're getting to oh, that. Oh, <laughs> let's yeah, let's get into stuff like that. Oh my gosh. Okay, thank you. First off, Breaking Bad is show of the year for me, hands down. That show is incredible. 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 Yes. That's all. Uh, Just great through and through. Nothing was wrong with it. It was perfect. It made me want to watch it over and over. It actually had me emotionally invested. And in it's fact, perfect. When it comes to television, I definitely have a top villain, and that's Gus Frayne. Oh my God! Yes, Gus. Ooh, that yes, I'll agree with God you. Best damn villain. Best hero, methamphetamine. <laughs> <laughs> Hands down, blue methamphetamine, which has appeared on what other television series? Oh God, I saw that posted on r slash Breaking Bad. It was on a I don't know some bullshit. Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Some bullshit. Um, oh, God. And then Community was good. And now It's Always Sunny is good. And every and show, show about people buying and selling things on History Channel and TLC is mediocre, but I watch them. And uh, X-Files. <laughs> X-Files is so good. <laughs> Sorry. It is so good. Too bad it's so over. Yes, I, I had never seen it. And then I got sick. And then now I'm just like, X-Files, X-Files, X-Files. Truth is out there. Oh, my God. Aliens, X-Files. Fox just had their it new comedy break in, which was show. great, which is finally coming back for a new season. What's coming like, back for a new season? Breaking in. Fox's uh, comedy about the... Wait, uh, it's coming back? Season. Yeah, Breaking in is actually getting yes, a second sweet. season. It's coming back actually in a couple weeks, which I'm really excited for. Yeah, uh, it got canceled, and then it got uncanceled, which is weird. Bastard. It's a solid Damn show. Family guy do that too. It's a smart comedy show, which, you know, I highly encourage everyone to check it out. Don't I've been watching a lot yeah, of coming out uh, stories. The only problem local. with that show, it's only half an hour. 
if it was an hour, I would love it. Well, twice. I as agree. Much, I suppose. Oh. I, I think it, it would work better as a you know a forty-two minute format show. Definitely, half hour is. Uh, you know, I understand leave them wanting more, but really, it just doesn't seem like there's enough time. I mean, because I these characters and this the, this environment, you kind of you got all this uh, this jokey shit going on. And it seems like you never quite get to the story before the jokes are over. Like uh, we would have more fun with it if there if it was a forty two minute show. Yeah, I agree. Um, so our categories are ongoing show, new show, series finale, web series, individual episode, moment on TV, network, DVD slash Blu Ray collection. I like Breaking Bad. It's really good. Show. Writer, director, actor, and studio. So let me uh, just go on through all of these, and maybe we can each uh, throw in our uh, two cents. So ongoing show, uh, Breaking Bad, Community, Doctor Who, Community. Oh, Ooh, Doctor Who is yeah, so Doctor good too. Fuck. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Uh, damn Brits. Yeah. Alright, yeah. So, uh, and, anybody else? Ongoing show? Game of Thrones. Game of Ooh, Thrones. Game of Thrones. Right. That's right. Game of Thrones come back soon, too. <clears throat> I understand winter is coming. Um, yeah, you do. A new show for 2011. I haven't seen it, but I heard uh, Homeland is amazing. Oh, yes, I've of heard of that, too. <clears throat> Do you know what I actually think is funny? It is a new show for this year. Two Broke Girls. Don't know why I watch it, because it's, you know, in that Monday night thing with How I Met Your Mother and all that. And I started watching it and catching up on it. I was like, this is actually kind of a funny show. I don't think it's the best, no, but I just want to say of, it's mediocre. Uh, that... And it will be it'll be continued like how I met your mother and things like that. It'll keep going. I have a feeling. Oh, speaking about new shows. I, I, I was th- I, I thought that same thing of uh, that uh, Zooey Deschanel show, which is totally new girl oh, fluffy new girl? and nothing. But yeah, yeah new girl's the same way. I agree yeah. with that. I agree with that. So Raising Hope's actually pretty good too. It's not new. I know it's in like its second season or whatever, but it, it's pretty I good. I can't think of not any bad. other new shows that I. Pre- oh, I tell you what, best new show. I'm gonna go ahead and just say uh, Green Lantern. I'm, I'm gonna say uh, oh. Terra Nova. Terra Nova has no. Been I hate that. Changing. Really, 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 Chris. Really. No, I, I've been enjoying it. It's a great. I, I've created. One. I've created better special effects on a MacBook Pro than that show. Whoa, They use fucking Nerf guns as props, dude. Come on. I mean, I understand that the story I, can be good. I think we can discount. Sorry, sorry. We that can discount pretty much any opinion on good shows by Crows be- just, be- just by virtue of his uh, My Little Pony fanat- fanat- oh, fan. has also been enjoying uh, Terranova. He would back me if, I was, if he was here right now. But Falling Star. Yeah, All right, so. Good thing he's not here. Falling Skies. Does anybody watch Falling Skies? Yes, I anybody do. Anybody get into that? No. That was, that was good. good. I like Falling mm. Skies. Yeah. It was surprisingly good. Uh, I thought I, I, so, 2011 series finale. What ended? Chuck. 
Smallville. Match. Smallville wins. Oh. Smallville wins nothing ever. That was a maybe best finale ever. No, shut up, Kevin. I cried. I cried because it was so horrible, Kevin. Not because of my emotions. <laughs> I cried. I cried because, because I wasted so many years of my life watching flights. Oh, you know they could have done it like two years earlier, and, and it would have made any difference. Right at the end. The sad part is, I enjoyed a, uh, the Booster Gold episode more than I enjoyed the finale. Booster Old Gold episode yeah, was just pure great. I'm a Booster Gold fan, but I am that episode was really poor. Really, Kevin, yeah. you and I um, today are just yeah. So web series, pornography. There were web series. <laughs> yeah. Web series is uh, pornography. What, what's your favorite pornography, Dune? Um, ad- adults, uh, definitely adults. If that's what you're asking. <laughs> hey, Dune, do you still get uh, fan mail for DRG? I mostly we get now seriously... complaining mail, complaining that I don't update enough. We should seriously just do a little segment on here for like 15 minutes one time. Dune reads DRG fan mails, fan emails, and you could just pick like three really good ones and read them from children to us. That'd be yes. Yeah, we, yeah, we should do that next episode because they're all from ten. They're all from ten-year-olds. Please, they're like eleven. Uh, <laughs> do you want to know what is like, a great like, website? If you don't update, if you don't update DRG, I will yes. come to your house and I will suffocate you. And there's weird stuff like this is the best thing since my dad left, and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> Why are, <laughs> No. <laughs> oh. oh god. Daddy doesn't beat me when I listen to DRG. Let's, but yeah, let's let, let's get on to that in in our later section here. So television, right, including right. web series. What web series? Pros, uh, what were you gonna say? Oh, put in, put in, put in, put in, put in, put in, put in. That's the only web series I watch. Put in, put in, put in, put in is the best. Sorry, put you in. Know, I wish I could say that 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 boxies or what are, what were they called? Oh, yeah, box doesn't exist, but Puddin. Puddin does, and Puddin comes out five days a week, and it is awesome every day. Wow. And there's been good guests like uh, like Patton Oswalt and Andy Richter and Megan Amram and uh, and Laura Silverman and stuff on it lately, and it's so good. Puddin. Nice. But Lone Ray Run has been a quality web series. They've been going for like eight years now, and they just keep getting better. It That has been a highlight of mine watching them this year. Not just because I was in a couple episodes, but shameless plug for Desert Bus. Oh yeah, Desert Bus for Hope. I don't know if you count that as a good web series or as a web series at all. Is that a series? (laughs) It kind of is. Six, seven days of series. (laughs) It's a week long. Uh, Yeah, all right. Desert Bus for Hope. Well, there you go. Uh, Web series. uh, The only thing that I've watched this year has been uh, The Guild. Starring Prose's favorite girl. Why do you watch that? It just keeps getting worse and worse. And I don't know. I haven't read. I haven't watched uh, this season. I've only watched last season. uh, As I told Felicia herself. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, best individual episode on television in 2011. Remedial chaos theory. Nice. Harp Harp? Wait a minute. 
Did I see that one? Which which, which one was that? Community. I don't remember which yeah. one. Yeah. No, um, was, was that the the animated one? No, that was the uh, multiple universe one. Oh, that was fantastic. That was a great one. That was so good. Um, you know, I'm going to say I don't remember the the title of it, but I'm going to say the uh the episode of Breaking Bad where uh uh, when they're in Mexico and uh, fucking Dune, help me out here. When well, they're in Mexico and they sure kill just... off the entire cartel. <clears throat> right. And, I'm and pretty what's sure you could say the entire season. And Jesse, Pinkman. Like, yes. Jesse yes. Pinkman just fucking kicks ass. Yeah. There's death. Yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, God. That, 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 was, that was my favorite individual episode of the year. Yeah, that was intense. Definitely. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And, uh, favorite moment on TV? Probably something Charlie said. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, when Sophia walks out of the barn. Spoilers. Oh. How was that your favorite movie on TV? That just... Ugh. I'm sorry, Walking because Dead has like, been kind of shit this uh... season. They've been sitting around under false pretenses, and uh, they're going to have to shoot a little kid in the head. Yeah, it, it. Walking Dead has been plotting this season. Honestly, it felt like Walking Dead the comic this year. Oh, suck on that. <laughs> I know, right? <sighs> That's hopefully a next. Uh, hopefully the second half of the season Anybody else have a, a, a favorite better. individual episode or moment on television? TV. Okay. Uh, so, favorite character or villain? Fat Mac. No, not Fat Mac. Fat Mac's not very good. It's kind of disappointing, actually. Yeah. I just got excited. It was. It's kind of a stupid idea. <laughs> the return of Brandon Ruth on Chuck as the uh, villain as uh, known as Shaw. That was great villain. All right. And I just yeah. spoiled Again, it for dicks. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm saying... Uh... Gus Frayne as best villain. Yeah. Ooh, uh, yeah. I take back my vote. Uh, definitely <laughs> not Colin Hanks or uh, the ghost of Adama. That was such bullshit on Dexter this year. <sighs> that Dexter I mean, Colin this Hanks season has great, been don't in all bullshit. Dexter got continuously worse season shit by season. was so craptastic. Oh, Every God, time you think of anything good in Dexter, it was like the first season and the second season, then kind of the yeah. third, and then it all just keeps going down and down. When oh, you think no, about but it, this season it just sounded like it was going to be good. Exponential. I, I, I it sounded the, the like it's going to be good, but it wasn't at all. Well, no, no, no. But like it started out with two different uh, storylines, and then the storyline yeah. with uh, what's his name? Dexter. God, what's the guy's name? The Dexter. rapper. Dexter Morgan. He's the star of the show. You're thinking of Dexter. No. So. Speaking of Dexter, Harry Morgan died. The guy who plays him? I was trolling the shit out of some people who who didn't watch Dexter on, on the internet. But like, I, I said Harry Morgan died in the first season. Yeah, he's been dead. Yeah. No, no but they, they were the talking about season. Harry Morgan, the actor from uh, MASH. Mm. Uh. And they didn't understand that I was talking about Dexter's father. Anyway, you so, showed uh, them, but you so, didn't know yeah. what they were talking about. Yeah, I sure did. 
but yeah. Kevin, how how long did it take you to uh, guess that he was just a figment of their imagination? Um, like at the beginning of that episode, that where you find that out. Really, I guessed it so much earlier. Like there is so many hints that he wasn't talking to anyone directly except uh, to what's his face. I thought that was really weird, and I it, it just took me a while to pick to put it together, just because uh, fucking Ghost Adama was acted like such a freak. I and I just thought, wow, this is written poorly. But no, it was all part of the plan. Just like the Cylons, it's all part of the plan. All right, hey guys, I got a jet, Kevin. I got to get ready for tonight. So. All right. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You guys have a good New Year. All right. Take care, Chad. Right, Late. Later, guys. But. All right. So uh, yeah. So I was I was thinking of most deaf. Most deaf in uh, Dexter was an excellent character, and uh, I was really enjoying his presence in there. But of course, spoilers. He got killed. And then it was a bunch of bullshit after that. It uh, it did eventually have an interesting ending once you find out that uh, Adama is uh, f- frozen ghost Adama. It, uh, it sucks last. Mm. Still, I don't think it so. Was, no, it, it, I still wanted to see the whole thing. I was still excited to watch it <laughs> immediately. Uh, yeah, so anyway, um, the other things for television, DVD, Blu-ray collection, uh, anyone? Can I just say Mad Men Season 4 because of the awesome deal I got on it during Black Friday? (laughs) Got it for nine bucks, and I was like, what the? Plus, I actually just got into Mad Men, watched it straight through one, season one through four, and, uh, not bad. I'm gonna say I've been the really enjoying wait a year. Yeah. And, and the apparently you and I have right. the same taste in in uh, secretaries. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, so yeah. I'm saying that uh You're gonna say Doctor Who the David Tennant collection. No, no. I, honestly that was kind of a uh a letdown because it was just a reprinting of all the DVDs that have come out before. I'm saying the uh Barcelona set. Oh, all right. The the Farscape Blu-ray set's really well put together. The only thing it's missing is the Peacekeeper Wars, which, I mean, okay. while it's, it would be nice to have that, it's still, the whole set in Blu-ray just feels so good. Yeah. I rub it against my body every um, night. Oh, so I'm going to say, when it comes to, uh, and I forgot to, to mention for movies, uh, I'm going to say for the uh, DVD slash Blu-ray collection for movies, I'm going to say uh, the, the Lord of the Rings, the Ultra Deluxe Blu-ray collection. Oh, how is that? For DVD slash Blu-ray collection under television, I'm going to say Smallville, because they did a fuck of a great job, even though it wasn't even in Blu-ray. Mm. That is a well-put-together set. Um, so, uh, best character on television? Oh, we already did that. Writer, director, actor, and studio. Writer, Stephen Moffat for, uh, uh, Doctor Who. He's always at the top of his game, and he just keeps upping himself. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. 
definitely solid, uh, solid actor. Yep. <clears throat> All right. I, you know what? I, I think I'm going to go along with Dune on that. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to go along with, with Crows for the writer because uh, Doctor Who has been excellent. Um, and then uh, when it comes to studio, anyone have a studio preference? No. Oh, uh, Wonderland Studio, yeah, who does both Chuck and Supernatural. True enough. Yeah, yeah. solid stuff. Uh, Supernatural has been uh, completely different than I thought this season, and uh, I, I have to say I've been kind of disappointed. Really? I, th- I mean, the, did you uh, see the, the writing has where seems they to off- have gone downhill? Honestly, I think they're at the top of their game right now. I mean, despite that they just offed really? one of their uh, characters they had since the beginning and possibly made me cry. Um, yeah, just about. Everyone off. Yeah, uh, you know, they killed Bobby, and uh, Castiel has only been in the first episode. Well, although he's coming back, apparently. The season, and uh, here we are at the season break, and I'm like, mm, I don't care anywhere near as much. I think the thing is that they killed off uh, five reoccurring characters within the past 20 episodes. They killed off Balthazar. They killed off uh, Castiel. They killed off Bobby. And they killed off um, uh, Bobby's friend. What's his name? Um, Oh, crap. I can't remember his name. The Black Hunter. The Black Hunter who used to be on... uh... Some cop show who I just can't think of. Yeah. Crap. Anyway. Um, all right. For the record, I think so, uh, to begin with games. Thank uh, you. We should definitely start with uh, Crows, star of the Crows. Why wouldn't we start with Chelsea on this game. one? Hey, She's been sitting waiting. Chelsea has been waiting. All right, Chelsea, kill us with 2011. All right, well, it's. The biggest game that came out this year, I think, is The Old Republic. Everyone has been waiting for this thing, especially the MMO players. It has a huge fan base, and now that it's here and people can talk about it. The Old Republic, is that, is that about the East India Trading Company? Oh, I no, it's about Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars, the Oh, Old Star Wars. You know that franchise that no one cares about anymore? Aw. Oh, yeah. I still Aww. demand KOTOR 3. Aww. Well, KOTOR 3 is the Old Republic, according to Bioware. I don't care. I want a standalone RPG. It, Fuck you. It's pretty much like that. I mean, you can play this entire game by yourself if you really, true, really yeah. want it to. Keep, keep in mind, this is coming from somebody who can't play online MMOs right well, now. Yeah, I'm, I'm bitterish. Bitter keep in mind, this is Dix, who has no choice but to play with himself until he gets back <laughs> oh. from Afghanistan. Aw. Ouch. Well, I've been playing a lot of this, and I actually did not have high hopes for it. And for a long time, I was just hearing these Bioware fans gush and gush about this game, and I just wanted to punch them in the face. Well, I picked the game up. I've tried it out, and I am impressed with how it is. However, it is just sort of like a reskinned World of Warcraft, which I guess you can't complain too much. That formula is working for them. Um, I don't know if you guys play MMOs, so... I used to play. I was highly addicted to World of Warcraft. Well, yeah. I never actually got World of Warcraft. 
I did end game rating for a while and wow and yeah, I'm, I'm ashamed of my time spent on that game. Well, I think a lot of people are happy with it um, in most aspects. It's kind of what I wanted it to be. It's not the same. It's not like these sandbox MMOs we used to get that are pretty much dying out now. But yeah. it's it's there and it's been fun, entertaining, and it's occupied my life for the past couple of days since it came out. Um, but other than that, there's been APB was re, uh, relaunched. That was a game that went down. Yep. Shortly after it launched, the first time, uh, what two years ago? A year? Yeah, it was about two years ago. Yeah. So. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. It's not free to play though. Yep. It's free to play. That's what you said. I know. I said it is. All right. I thought. Sorry, his connection is really. It's okay. Uh, yeah. I'm on that... the other side of the world. Damn it. It's um, not a game for everyone. I think that game initiates a lot of rage in people, but that's why it's very fun. Um, it's your general MMO shooter, and that's been that's been great, really. I don't know what to say to you guys because a lot of you aren't playing these games, so. <laughs> no, that's all right. Let's. I got a game that just came out finally after much, you know, waiting and many updates. It, the final version of has came out. Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I've been playing Minecraft nonstop this past year, and it just keeps consuming me and dragging me back in with its constant updates. And even though it's had its final 1.0 update, uh, Notch and company at Mojang are still planning to update it more and more. And uh, it's Notch so isn't lead developer anymore. No, Notch is not the lead developer anymore. It's getting passed now. off to Jens. Oh, Jens, yeah, that's it. This means the game will actually be updated. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hey, oh. Um, poor Notch. But yeah, I've been I've been constantly playing on my Minecraft server. And finally, they just announced that the uh, modding API is finally going to come out in January, which is something that many of the players have been looking forward to, you know, with all the insane mods that have been made for Minecraft. Oh, I can't wait for that. Pokemon wait, and Minecraft. Wait, Crows, didn't you hate on me last time I said that Minecraft was the best game in the world? Because you did. Uh, <laughs> Play that clip back, Kevin. Thanks. <laughs> Here it is. We couldn't be bothered to go find this. But the first listener who finds the episode and time code where this can be found wins a special prize. Wait, I, I don't think Suck I've ever said that. Minecraft is not the best game in the world. I just said Minecraft is very overrated, which it is. But it, it's your best game of the year. No, I didn't say it's the best game of the year. I just said it's a good game, It's and it just came out. like Because 1.0 just came out, what, a month ago? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a notable uh, milestone. Or are we saying that because I don't think Chelsea was going over her best games of the year? Were you? I think that those are my best. Kind of what we're yeah. doing here, yeah, dude. Oh. Okay. Um, I don't really have a best game. My game backlog is too big. <laughs> fine, best game of the year, Arkham City, hands down. Oh my god. That's my best superhero game. It, Arkham City just nails being Batman completely, and the whole giving you all of Arkham City to go over as Batman and save the day. It just gets you in the mood to be Batman and stuff. 
finally like get to I'm go around. always in the mood to be Batman. <laughs> Where is I he? I go through life in that mood. Uh, I'm the goddamn Batman. I say my best. Hey, let's the go best through game the, of the, uh, the list here. Wait, best game of the year, though, uh, is, is Skyrim. I would say my most played, though, was either Minecraft or Magic the Gathering. Planeswalkers um, 2012. Hey, Dune? Yeah. Would Skyrim also be put under your most buggiest game of the year? Uh, I haven't really seen that many bugs. I know people complain about it constantly, but it's not like where it was like Fallout New Vegas, where it was like everything's almost unplayable. Uh, it, it, I haven't yeah. had that many issues with bugs, honestly. Yeah, Skyrim got my best RPG. Good but disappointing yeah. RPG, Dragon Age 2. Yeah, ugh. Dragon Age 2. I mean, I don't, Dragon Age 1 was amazing, and then they let me down for Dragon Age 2. Damn you, Bioware. Wait, wait, wait. Stupid so EA. Fall Fantasy 13 did not make your most disappointing RPG? You know, straight line the video game? Uh, I didn't, pl- I didn't play it, therefore it doesn't exist. Yeah. I've never played a Final Fantasy game, so therefore... <sighs> Shame yes. on you. Shame on you for never playing Final Fantasy VI, a.k.a. Final Fantasy III in the U.S. when it first debuted for Super Nintendo. Yeah, it did. Blah, blah, whatever. Wait, have you played, like, Chrono Trigger and stuff, which is pretty much Final Fantasy? Well, I have. It's made by the same people? In the day. Best handheld, best handheld game of the year for me would have to be The Legend of Zelda Remake. Oh, that's... <laughs> That is a good one. But also, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword that just got released, so good. Oh, man. (laughs) They finally got a game out that really shows off what the Wii can do with motion uh, capabilities and motion plus. You mean it can play Netflix? What about graphics? The graphics look great, actually. (laughs) Like, I can't believe how good the graphics look, and it's coming from a Wii game. Uh, Skyward Sword just completely wow. blows me away in all categories. Music, graphically, story-wise, gameplay. Oh, God, the gameplay. It's just so much fun to go around and just wiggle your Wii remote and just... That just sounded so dirty. <laughs> That's going to be my new fucking uh, sound clip for Crows. God damn it. Wiggle my Wii remote. I like to wiggle my Wii remote at children. <laughs> I'm just going to go to the corner now. I'm not well, allowed yeah, to get Yeah, so uh, so best superhero game of the year, folks. It's Arkham City. Is there even a contest? Bet. All right, best RPG of the game, Chelsea. For me, Dale Republic. Ooh. All right. Ugh. Best no. uh, RPG, other folks. Uh, Skyrim. Xenoblade Chronicles for Skyrim. the Wii. The best JRPG uh, that has come out this generation, hands down. Best shooter. APB. Portal 2. Portal 2. Is that Portal 2 really it's a shooter, you, Portal 2 is a shooter. Portal 2 is hey, a shooter. Because you, yeah. shoot you shoot portals. Shoot portals. Yes. Yep. It's a gun. Oh. I'm going to logic at this <laughs> one to death. <laughs> All right, I have not played either of the recent uh, shooters. Uh, I just watched Kendrick play them, um, and by those I mean uh, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Three, and uh, Battlefield Three, and uh, they both look uh, deluxe and uh, fucking vertigo-inducing. But uh, anyway, they uh, they seem fun. 
What? No one's played Duke Nukem Forever? Uh, no love? I keep seeing it on the Steam no. sales for like I, I 350 and I'm like, not worth it. I played it on uh, PlayStation and uh, enjoyed it. And, uh, you know. It's fun and old school. It was everything that I expected. Much like Cowboys and Aliens, it's just what it says on the tin. If only Cowboys and Aliens was both um, Cowboys, Aliens, and Plot. Right, yeah. Should, if it had it been that, then, then you guys would have enjoyed it. Um, so, uh, best music game. Rock Band 3. Did that, that come this out year. this year? Uh, they, it just had a re-release this year, and they just announced that Rush 2012 is being made available tonight. What? Hello, Virgin. Yes. Then I'm going to say Rush 20... Rush, then? Wait, 2012? Not, are That'd you, be DLC. It's an older version of Rush. <laughs> yeah. It's Sorry. a prequel. It's 100 years prior. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're, they're doing a prequel. But yeah, uh, they released... All right, all I'm the, in. Yeah, download it it's now. It's like progressive Rush rock, but it's regressive rock. Rush 2012. All right, and then uh, best motion game of the year. Intercourse. Zelda Skyward Sword. Dance Central 2. GTFO. Okay. Whatever. I don't. Greece. I don't have anything that I don't have anything that you can wag Wii mode or whatever in. Netflix. Connect Sports. Connect. Played it yet? I'm going to guess that that's going to be my favorite of 2011. And then, uh, let's see. Best overall game? Magic Gathering Jewels of the Planeswalkers 2012. <laughs> that's a mouthful. I don't know. Skyrim. Pass. <laughs> Desert Bus for Sega CD. Best game of 2011. X-Files. No, I'm in backlog. Is that I got, like I got it... backlog on some games and stuff, so. Actually, recently and, I've been turned uh, into an iOS gamer. Flying characters have analingus. I don't know. I've become an, I've become an achievement horror on, like, Bioware games. Come on, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, Chelsea, best game overall? Are, are, are you saying... Uh, <laughs> Star Wars, Old Republic. It's not really fair. I haven't played a lot of games, but I'm going to have to say Deal Republic. All right. Crows, did you already name yours? Um, My top game? Uh, game overall. Crap. Minecraft. Because that's the one I've been you know, playing the You most. know what I didn't say? Is uh, I didn't put in here a uh, a mobile game. Oh yeah, that's right. I've been actually having a lot of fun playing with my iOS. Can handheld count? Me too. <laughs> like my favorite mobile game is a uh, is Dragon, comma Fly for Android. Really? You make a dragon fly. It's pretty, nice. pretty, pretty, pretty <laughs> way. Kevin, has, time. you had a chance to check out uh. Um, uh, Infinity Blade 2 yet? Angry Birds Rio? I sure have. And that's my favorite uh, mobile game oh. for 2011. 
GTFO. Hell yeah. GTFO. But <laughs> iOS had had a huge, you know, huge game catalog this year. I mean, Infinity Blade 2, we had NBA Jam. We had uh, Sword and Sorcery EP. Um, There's NBA Jam? I might have to play that. I, I, I played the shit out of that on Sega Genesis. Oh, shit. He's He's up. Up. Now, Kevin, it's only a dollar <laughs> until uh, the new year. It's really good. Nice. I might have to uh, buy that. But yeah, there's been a ton of great games. Don't run with. Do they the have pack. an HD version for the iPad? Yes, they do. Sweet. Um, Boom color. Boom shakalaka! He's on fire. Yep, He's they brought good. back the old announcer, complete with he did a whole bunch of new announcements. Um, that uh, we oh, don't even so need the new announcements. That also, um, yeah, Grand Theft Auto. What they need next? Uh, the the other sports game that I played the shit out of on. Uh, uh, on uh, Sega was uh, Mutant League Football. Yeah, Mutant oh, League man, that and Mutant back. League Hockey. Yes. Yes, yeah. please. Yeah. And, yeah, and hockey. And then, uh, all right, so best uh, video game character of 2011? Wheatley. Portal 2. Wheatley? Yeah, I agree okay. with that. Wheatley. Even Merchant? Portal 2. Meva Merchant. No, I said Stephen Merchant. <laughs> yep, Stephen Merchant. Yes. Stephen Merchant. Yeah, he's the one who does his voice. Stephen Merchant did a great okay. job. And I hope hopefully we'll be able to see him more in Half Life 3 coming out. Carl Pilkington. Best villain for uh, a game? Me in uh, Skyrim? Anyone? anyone? My buddy Billy on Magic the <laughs> Gathering. <laughs> Can I count myself right. as a villain if I spend uh, my time terrorizing the villagers in Skyrim? Yes. Yes, you can. So best villain of the year is going to be Crows. <laughs> and then uh, best writer? Anyone? Do we care? Nope. Moving right along. Best uh, voice actor? Mark Hamill. Merchant. Mark Hamill. What? You guys mixed up what I thought you were going with. I didn't <laughs> like Portal 2 because it made me motion sick, but I really did like it, and I tried to play it, but it made me too sick. Mark Hamill just pulled up all the steps for Arkham City. So good. Huh. All right. He, any Anytime he does a Joker, gets, like, my default vote. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, I, uh, I, think, I, I think I'm just going to have to say... Uh, John St. John. <laughs> um, Bill's trying to call us here. Pandering. Hey, hey, Bill, we're podcasting. How are you? We are. Hey, do you have any uh, top picks for 2011? Um, good heavens. Um, trying to think what, uh, what's coming up. Uh, you know, TV-wise, keep thinking uh, Game of Thrones and... I think what else coming up? Oh, heavens. Uh, um, let me think up and get back to you. <laughs> hey, anyway, we're going to finish this podcast. Thanks for coming on, Bill. I will call you back, sir. Oh, All right. So, uh, yeah, that's Bill. He's uh, taking over for uh, Caleb, and he's uh, he's designing our new website. And 
it's it's going really well. Actually, the to be fair, the design itself came from Caleb, and then uh, Bill is doing the uh, uh, the database stuff to uh, make it actually work. So that's excellent. Uh, sometime very soon here in, in 2012, we will have a brand new website. Yeah, we will. Woo-hoo. Yeah, we will. And then, uh, let's see. Uh, so, and then studio. Do you guys have a favorite video game studio for uh, this year? Bioware. Yeah. I appreciate their not giving a fuck about their audience attitude. <laughs> They're even worse that? than... Uh... I'm into that. I like that. I like their yeah, We Make Games. Even, Shut up. Yeah, he's even worse than Activision. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say uh, Nintendo. Because not only did they drop the price of the 3DS, you know, a good $90, they've been coming out After with such great stuff one. like Mario Kart 7, uh... Super Mario 3D Land, and uh, currently Luigi's Mansion 2 is just around the corner. Um, yeah. Nintendo's really hit it big for me. The hell? I'm so, I love Mario Kart more than anything on the planet. And now it's in 3D. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go with, uh, I guess, Beanox, because uh, they know how to beat the dead horse that I would beat. Oh. That is to say, the uh, Spider-Man franchise. Sorry, Josh, uh, you are a fantastic actor, but uh, I, I have a feeling that uh, they ran out of Beanox. Uh, seemed to have run out of uh, ideas when it came to the the final game in that trilogy. Well, actually, uh, next year um, they're doing a completely open world based Spider-Man, just like the previous Spider-Man movie games. So hopefully, Beatnox will be able to carry on the. Uh, Never soft way of doing things in those games. Well, I like that plan. I, I liked the uh, Web of Shadows open world style. Web of Shadows was awesome. I didn't like Web of Shadows, actually. I, I liked uh, uh, Thank you, Ben. Um, all right, so moving right along. Uh, we're on uh, Internets and Technology. Can I just say? So uh, we've got a list here of new gadget. What? What's that? Said I want to go back to games real quick. Best music of the year, Star Wars. Best. All right, best music. (laughs) Oh yeah, Star Wars. I got to plug our friend, Crow's my friend Will, who did work on a game which is pretty freaking awesome. So good. And they released a bunch of tracks on their Facebook account, and. Everything my personal favorite tracks are the ones perfect. Will did. And this is which game again? Old Republic. Uh, Old Republic. Oh, nice. Yep. So, Chelsea, uh, you, you have Crows to blame for the music. Thank you, Crows. Uh, no, I do not take any credit for it. <laughs> oh, oh, Crows' friend. All right, well, there you go. Yes, Thank you, Crows' friend. friend. All right, so Internets and Technology. Internet. New gadget, uh, the first thing. I will kill anybody if they say the iPhone 4. S. Uh, well, the, the 4, yeah, the 4S is a big pile of turd, and I wish I had my 4 back. I'm going to say the iPad 2. I've been enjoying my iPad 2 yeah. very much. I, I can't am believe going how to useful uh, it is. go along with that, and and not only, and I'm going to up that by saying the uh, 
the Grove uh, Bamboo Cases. Ooh. Also came out alongside them. And uh, Grove Made, they're made uh, handmade in Portland, Oregon, and they're fantastic. You can get them uh, nice and plain, or you can get them with uh, custom images like I did. And uh, I am completely thrilled with mine. Almost as exciting as getting the iPad itself. As silly as that sounds. Also, the 3DS came out this year. Very nice piece of technology. Everyone has their own portable uh, 3D screen. And now you can uh, put your own 3D movies and uh, onto the 3DS. I was actually just watching um, How to Train Your Dragon in 3D on it. Very, very nice. Well, pooping. Huh. Say what? Yeah. Crazy. You can now load your own movies onto uh, the 3DS and watch them in 3D. Oh. I need a damn Wi-Fi connection out here. I'm dying, man. I'm dying. <laughs> so, uh, anybody else have any gadgets for 2011? I'll go with the 3DS as well. All right. Moving along to software. Any new software for 2011? Spotify US version. Ooh. Yeah. I know it's been around Spotify. for like a Tell couple years Spotify. internationally, but the US version of it. Alright. And then uh, it's kept me, I think I'm it's just kept me occupied say, at work, uh, music wise. <laughs> oh, you know what? I don't know if it's that this year. Uh the uh Adobe CS five point five. It might have been at the end of last year. Oh, well. So could I give a big middle finger to a piece of software? Absolutely. Windows Defender 2012. Whoever made you, I'm going to hunt you down and rip off your balls and shove them in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Says crows. Says crows. When I say something like that, you know I mean business, bitch. Use combo fix. Oh. Yeah, so uh, anybody else with software? Hmm. Nah, not really. Websites. Any new websites? Um, um. Yeah, I didn't think that was going to go over well after I wrote it. Uh, new podcast for 2011. Come on, there's all sorts of new ones. Yeah, there's the Crows and Hat Show, which is totally should be on everyone's listening list. I don't listen to podcasts. Oh, definitely. The Crows and Hat Show. Or the new, just-released uh, Dirt yeah. Cat, starring Alex Stacy of Desert Bus fame, who also uh, just got finished writing a comic called Shards. Uh, Shards. Shards is a great, great uh, graphic novel. I'd recommend Shards. checking it out. Yeah. But also, uh, he's, uh, Alex Stacey is doing a great podcast with his good friend Crows named The Derp Cast. Wow. <clears throat> Derpcast. Anybody else have any podcasts? That, uh... Darp, Darp. Nothing that came out this year. Yeah. Giovanni's podcast like is my favorite. And now I can't think of anything right now. Giovanni's podcast, my favorite. The new one has Corolla on it. It's good. It's like an hour and a half or two. Yeah. It's good. Um, and then, uh, shoot. Uh,. I'm looking through my podcast, and I don't have anything that is new. All right, never mind. Uh, ongoing Geek Genre Podcast. 
That is to say, podcast. Someone say this one, I dare you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, nobody's going to say this one. If this is the first time you've listened to the Comics Online podcast, we're, we're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, I think uh, mine for this year. Besides this one, <laughs> or doing Reed's Goosebumps, or the Crows and Hat, and I don't really listen to the Crows and Hat show, but you should. Too much Crows and Hat. You should listen. Yeah, too much Crows, too little Hatch. That's my problem with that. Actually, uh, the fans say otherwise. That, uh, the Nerdist continuing to be excellent, and then uh, also. Uh, Hollywood Babylon. Those are my those are my favorites. Oh, the Nerdist is pretty good. I'll give you that. And of course, the hat decides when they can be bothered to post. And then uh, let's see. Any any favorite podcast episode? Dune. I liked me on Giovanni's podcast because that's my favorite podcast, and I was a guest on it, and it's cool because I'm a guest around people that are my heroes and whatnot that's i all. like the one where dune was on the hat decides podcast yeah those guys are all right that was good yeah those guys are good so that was fucking early uh, any favorite uh internet videos or or internet memes of the year can i just go can i already start off with the worst please I- I think the year of Neon Cat. Friday. Is what it is. Oh. Friday. There you go. Yeah. Worst of the year. Oh, well, the new Mac Lethal uh, pancake cooking video solid. It's got Mac Lethal cooking pancakes. That was good. That I got like 16 my... million views right quick and it had Mac Lethal. So that's I'd have good. to say going to the store. One of my favorite Yes. Movies. Oh, my God. That was Going to the store. Oh, okay. If you, if you haven't, if you haven't watched it, live. everybody just has. Yeah, it. it just Hold go on. to YouTube and type right, in "going to the store." Hold on, I'll link you. This is important. You must not laugh during this video. If you laugh, you fail. Why? Because this is only forty-nine seconds long. Alright, we're yeah. going to going to the store. Normal guy. Normal walk. Like this. Holy shit. This is the creepiest shit I've ever seen. This is stop motion animation? Stop motion animation? Oh, that was awful. 
That was so Silent Hill in a way that it was creepy. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, it was kind of Silent your Hill. Money, your the best part is the music is coming from the thing. Because if you... Uh, oh, the, yeah, the, I, had, I, I unplugged my uh, headphones. <laughs> Alright, and so uh, the only things we've got left now are the uh, conventions and events section here. Favorite convention of 2011? Yomacon. No. Uh, anybody else? I didn't go to any conventions this year. Just say Yomacon, dicks. Just say Yomacon. Debbie Downer moment. Debbie Downer Dune. I like that. What was that thing we did in July? Uh, I think it, that was called the San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, I was into that. I like that. I enjoyed it. I was into that too. I like that too. I like that. Too fun. crowded. I, I also hey, like. Hey, Bill, are you with um, us? Obi Noodle House Con. That was recent. That was good. That was good. I like that. That was good. I had Edamame hey, Bill. at the con. That was good. Yeah, we 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 converged on the Edamame. That was good. That was good. San Diego Comic Con is always my favorite. I I am stupid for it. Um, and favorite convention panel of the year. Not having to go to panels that was awesome. I talked about that all day after Comic Con, but not having to go to them was amazing. The random gibberish hour any? at Yomacon panel. That was a great panel. God, could you self promote yourself any more, Crows? Jeez. <laughs> I could, but then again, you know, my dick's too busy doing other Chelsea, things. Chelsea, did. <laughs> what? Did you go to anything? I don't leave my house. Sweet. Jealous. <laughs> oh, Apparently, Bill got connected and then walked away, which is, you know, good strategy, I think. It's uh, yeah, right. so uh, I don't think. Uh, what did I see? Oh, I saw I saw one panel this year, and that was the uh, Batman 45th anniversary panel, and it was sufficient. It was neither thrilling nor <clears throat> boring. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. Uh, Best nerd thing. So I see internet's you know, tattoo. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that oh. was the best thing. Um, best party. Comic concert. Uh, nerd HQ party. Fred's Halloween party. Yeah. Oh, okay. Crows. Comic concert. All right. Comic concert. Chelsea doesn't leave her house. What's a party? The best online party. You, you all meet up at the guild hall and. Uh, best online party. Dune reads uh, Goosebumps live other. Halloween. <laughs> Drunk karaoke PvP. The the best online party is this podcast, motherfuckers. This podcast, yo. All Disagree. Right. Uh, good, good going there. <laughs> this is the most exciting thing that uh, Dix is going to do all week. So uh, we got to good for him. It's the most exciting thing I've By done all year. By the way, uh, Happy oh. New Year, Dix. I understand it's uh, we're well into the new year where you're at. It is. It is currently two forty-five in the morning. You're welcome. Nice. Wait, are you saying Dix can time travel? 
Do you have a TARDIS? Yeah, dicks. Well, Crows, I'm going to smack you. This is me smacking you across the internet. He's got a a TARD friend. Does that count? (laughs) Same joke, all right. (laughs) We went (laughs) to the same place. Crows is retarded. (laughs) Crows retarded equals yes. All right. Uh, Best costume. You know, Me as Harry Potter at the Scream Awards. A lot of conventions, and uh, we see a lot of booth babes and fucking anime sluts and various other bullshit. What's the best costume that we've seen this year? Told you, me, Harry Potter at the Scream Awards. Solid. Oh, all right. It's that solid. Crows? The best cosplayer? Hold on, I got a picture. I have a picture. Oh, no. Uh, Jesus. Is it someone dressing as crows? Because I saw that picture. It wasn't really someone dressed as crows. Oh, yeah. It, I bet you anything no, it's no, going to be that. that. Yeah. It's not that. Oh, oh it really? is going to be that one. No. No, it's not that one. I'm... Hold on. I'm looking. For for those of you listening, uh, crows actually had somebody cosplay as himself. No, no. We will not discuss that. That's no, no, no. We will did not you, did, you, did he ask her to cosplay as him? No, th- and there was actually four different <laughs> Wait, cosplayers. So it wasn't even cosplay; it was crossplay. <laughs> it right, because it was person. all girls cosplaying as crows. There was four of them dressed as me, and it was scary. So it was scary. And so, which one of them did you hook up with, crows? None. <laughs> Because seriously, if there's girls trying to uh, gain your favor by dressing as you, you've got to at least throw them the bone. Eh. <laughs> Not my time. Seriously? Oh, because they're female, right. And they bathe. I forgot. Sorry, never mind. Uh, all right. Are you going to send it to us or what? Did you send I'm it in the chat? To find it's not. I don't see it in the chat. Uh, Crows is just failing again. Uh, I cannot find uh, it. F- I, I'm trying to find a picture of Bucky Captain from a, a comic concert. Oh, right. But she's dressed right, as so something So, yeah, go else. to the, uh, the, the comics online uh, uh, Facebook page and you will see a picture of the Bucky Captain America and she is... Uh, pretty cute. That was a good one. She was excellent. Uh, as was the uh, Zatanna at that location. As was the uh, Iron Lass or whatever she called herself. She didn't call herself Iron Girl or anything. She was. She called herself something else. Costume of the year? No bad. <laughs> oh! Dune in blackface. Yeah, the costume of the year. Uh, so wrong and yet so hilarious. Sorry, sorry, dude, you didn't nail um, the uh, annoyingness. No, I was talking about white bitches. You just couldn't hear. Yeah. Oh, right. And having intercourse, because that's the coolest um, thing you can yeah. do. I think uh, I, I think Nomad is going to start up his uh, or start up start up a podcast at some point. I just talked to him the other day. So we have that to look forward to next year. Uh, so, uh, beyond costumes, uh, we can go into swag. What's the best thing you got at a convention this year? Neon cat shirt. Crows? I'm trying to think. Oh, wait, no, also, uh, a butterfly knife bottle opener. That was solid. I, I got a, monk- a, I got a monkey island there, statue. That was solid. 
Wow, you know, I, I don't think this year was big for swag for me. I usually come home with all sorts of swag, but I, all I ended up with was, I was nothing. Bags, T-shirts maybe? I don't even know. Yeah, there was nothing really special, it seemed. More bags. Yeah. Previous years, we, we've come home with a lot of stuff. It this shows how little time we're spending on the show floor anymore. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, yeah. Well, hopefully, we we're, we're gonna we're gonna fix a lot of our procedures next year and uh, get a whole lot more uh, efficient. Beeples. And we're gonna get better looking, hopefully. less crows, more hotties. I'm getting only uglier. That is our that, that that's one of our uh, promises for uh, the next year. Some more me then. Got it. Yeah. Oh, best cosplay of the year, Dune as R.L. Stein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh. All right. So, uh, and then uh, so shameless to to end with uh, some additional shameless self promotion. What was your favorite interview from Comics Online? We did interviews this year. Yeah, I guess John St. John's, I'll remember. He was yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, John St. John, that was a good Venture one. Venture Brother Creators Raping of Crows Part oh, 2. Oh, yeah, dude, that was solid. I hate Doc you. Doc Hammer? Yeah. And Part 3 is even Hammer, up Doc Hammer, Raping Crows, Parts 2 and 3. Oh, uh, uh, we haven't even posted 3 yet. We need to no, post 3. No, you haven't. Oh man, this I gotta see. <laughs> and uh, and more to come. We've you know as, as sad as it is, we've still got more stuff from uh, Comic Con 2011, and so we need to uh, flush the toilet on that one and uh, and move on to the new year. So uh, hopefully we can uh, get that uh, happening. And like I say, uh, the wonderful Bill who is listening right now but has no microphone is uh, currently working with me on uh, getting the new site up, and uh, hopefully we can really start uh, getting some traction on that here within the next couple of weeks and uh, have a nice surprise for our listeners. By the time we post this, it might even be up because I'm Big Fat Lagger, and it's uh, not likely that this will go up in the next week. So that, that's how we roll. We post post best of 2011 list the next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when people can't even remember if there was anything better than what we said. Hey, by the way, Bill, if you're listening, type into the chat any any uh, any other things that you might have thought of for uh, you know best uh, best comics best movies best television or books or games we skipped over books by the way and i know the rest of you guys haven't been reading a ton well i don't know i i'm just gonna jump out there and Yawn. assume that the rest of you guys uh are, have not read a lot of books this year harry Potter. <laughs> goosebumps yeah i read goosebumps dude goosebumps i, I read why i'm afraid goosebumps. of bees have you heard uh, Dance with Dragons. Uh, Bill says best panels the BSG panel at Dragon Con. That sounds like that would have been good. 
and I want to go to Dragon Con. Oh, and Crows has got to leave. Don't worry, we've got fake Crows to fill in for you. Oh, boy. I have to go walk a Franklin. All right, well, uh, so let me just say uh, coming soon, and then we'll uh, we'll sign off. Uh, uh, we will address best books for 2011 when we interview, when we have uh, Patrick Rothfuss, author of the uh, King Killer Chronicles, book one and two. Uh, book two came out this year, and that's Wise Man's Fear. It's uh, about almost a thousand pages of joy. I uh, really loved it, and so we're going to have him on as a special guest on the podcast or as a guest host on the podcast within the next month or so. And so you have that to look forward to. And uh, more to come. If you don't already, uh, follow us on Twitter at Comics Online, and you can uh, jump on our Facebook as well, where we say all sorts of uh, funny shit. Maybe, if we're lucky. And it's 3 a.m. in Afghanistan. Insert Matchbox and 20 joke here. Time for Dix to play some Matchbox 20. It's 3 a.m., Dicks. You must be uh, So, Happy New Year, dear listeners. Thank you so much for listening once again. Uh, so, for Matt and Mark and Chad and the Almost Silent Bill and Chelsea Drew and Dicks and Crows and Fake Crows and Dune Murderous. And for everything geek pop culture, I'm Kevin Goswan, and this is Comics Online. Whatever. Do you think 2012 will be any better for Comics Online? No, fuck this game. No. No. We hit our peak. <laughs> it better be or Crows is fired. Hey, and that automatically got better. makes it better. It's a win-win. All right. Later. All right. All right. All right take care. Guys. Night, bitches. Disclaimer, the opinions expressed by the participants in this podcast are their own and do not represent those of comics online, any other participants, or any employers past, present, or future. If you would have thought otherwise without hearing this disclaimer, maybe you're not ready for this whole internet thing, much less over two hours of transcontinental 2011 geek pop culture superlatives. Or maybe you're instead one of our smart and sexy fans who appreciate foul language, the sacrifices of soldiers like geek specialist Dixon, biting sarcasm and everything geek pop culture, even when it's delivered by a robotic voice like mine. If you have comments, questions or suggestions for the Comics Online podcasters, we invite you to post on our Facebook group, tweet us on Twitter, and you can always email us at podcast at comicsonline.com or call us at 1-559-LOVE-KEEK, that's 1-559-568-4335. All original material in this podcast copyright Comics Online.
it's just so much fun to go around and just wiggle your Wii remote and just that just sounded so dirty. 